0: Sup Dat Fam, It's Jamie. Thank you so much for checking out Heroic Endeavors. We are currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during this pandemic. If you're interested, you can support us by following or subscribing to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thedatnetwork. Of course, the best way to directly support this podcast is to rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, whatever it is you're listening to us on. Whew. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you hear during our game, those are provided by Sirenscape. You can add these sounds and more to your own games when you download the Sirenscape desktop or mobile app. The app is free. Use the link in the description to let them know we sent you. Thanks again, and enjoy the show.
1: Hey, everybody. It is 6 o'clock. It is Friday night. And that means it is time for Dragons and Things. Dragon
2: <laughs> <numbers>. <laughs> Right. Yay!
1: You might notice that we have a little bit of a reduced cast currently, but from no, the there's so many people it, here. You ah. did not know that. From the sounds of it, you would think that we actually have a whole crowd of people with us, uh, but it's just Ben. That's all. <laughs> oh, goodness! How's everybody doing tonight? Uh, as you can see, we have Lamar Harris with us. We yeah. have Ben Birch. We have jamie mills and uh black box <laughs> uh, eventually that black box will be filled with none other than james Chu. however he is unfortunately uh busy right now that he'll you know he's he'll be here
3: think we put a should we put a wager on if he's gonna kick one of us out of our windows or do you think he'll it would he'll be pretty out?
1: funny it
3: would be a pretty good continuation of the gag if he just pops in here,
1: kicks one of y'all out of your box.
0: If <laughs> he does, good. I think he gets to play that character for the rest of the night. <laughs> uh,
1: I agree. If, if he comes in and kicks somebody out, he has to play that character. For
4: the rest. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> oh my <no>. god. <laughs>
3: Oh, I'm fully expecting no. it to happen now.
4: <laughs> oh, it's gonna, you said it. It has to
1: happen now. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I don't know why I just lost my train of thought. I do this every week. You'd think I'd have it down by now, but you know what? That's just the, that's the beauty of dragons and things is that we never know what we're doing. Uh, I think in light of all that, we should just play some Pathfinder. Let's okay. Just, let's just dive into it. Play Pathfinder. That I know how to do.
3: Okay.
2: Oof,
1: all right. It is the day of an eclipse, and while the people of Kavalosha are not prone to great bouts of superstition, there seems to be a great deal of anxiety across the city today. Though the logical mind knows that it is simply the great spirit of Yaman Ka temporarily devouring the sun to make it, in the, to remake it in the Divine Forge and cast it anew into the sky, it seems hard for many to shake the feeling that there is some sort of dark energy to the day. Of course... That might just be due to the Tower of Bone that erupted from the ground to rise above the Market Square like a dread spire of death. The waves of undead clawing their way from the graveyard and stalking the city streets probably isn't helping either. In an HEI conference room, the five of you have been... Or four of you, sorry. I, originally, I thought there was going to be a whole cast. But the four of you have <laughs> <laughs>
2: been... <laughs>
1: awesome-looking half administrator who throws up her hands and rolls her eyes. Well, I guess we're going to have to deal with this moldivore guy, whoever he is. He sent ANOTHER threatening letter to the city, claiming that he summoned this bone tower using some kind of ancient artifact from some treasure box he took from us. Did we even have a treasure box with necromantic artifacts in it? He keeps insisting we gave him this power he now yields with impunity, but I don't even know what he's talking about. Anyway, I guess we have to defeat him. Uh, For some reason, he chose to let us know in his letter that the bone tower is totally impenetrable, except during the 10 minute eclipse when the death barrier will be inactive we thought at first this has got to be some kind of incredibly obvious trap but the big brains in the arcana department think it's genuine and that he actually is giving away the key of information on when to attack him the eclipse won't be for a few hours but in the meantime the streets are just overrun with undead many of them minor but the numbers are where the problem is City Watch has basically barricaded up the bright quarter and left us to organize defense of the rest of the city. So we're dispatching you along with many other teams to help coordinate the community defense. We'll put together, we'll put you near the market square, have you uh, organize some of the people into a defensive fortification, and then once the eclipse starts, I guess you'll storm storm the Bone Tower and get rid of this multivore guy. Now, it's incredibly important that you finish this once and for all. If I get even one more massive screed about how this guy's evil plans and idiotic narcissism are going to ruin our days or whatever, I am going to fire all of you. (laughs) After today, I never want to hear about this moldivore idiot again. Do you understand the nature of your assignment? (laughs) At this point, the administrator looks at each of you in the eye in turn, seeming to linger on Harry Plopper especially, (laughs) and you can tell that she is very serious. What well,
3: do you um, do? Um, yes, well, hello, um, my name's Do Annie not Plopper, tell me your and name. I'm the boy could I um uh, <laughs> I just I was wondering since I'm undead and all, you know, I mean, I'm a little dead boy. Um I was wondering what, how are we going to make sure that people don't attack me?
1: How indeed?
3: that'll be an interesting thing
1: for you to solve while you're out there uh, you you can just uh, okay but but again i cannot stress this enough do not tell me your name
3: my name's and i'm the boy who died um and i i would like to tell you that um Perhaps if I wore some sort of badge that said, you know, employee of the week, um perhaps people would know that uh that I was um in fact a a a valued member of uh of heroic endeavors.
1: it will get you out onto the streets and out of this building any faster. <laughs> you can have <laughs> The Employee of the Week badge. Can you just
3: see Harry Plopper put on the badge, Employee of the Week, very happily.
1: I'll have you know, Harry Plopper, that most recently, a dog won that award, so I wouldn't go touting it too highly.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, that's
3: good. I'm going to mark that
1: hero point down for myself. Did you not ever get your hero point for being employee of the week?
3: I haven't played since then.
1: Okay, Uh, that's fair. That's fair. We do try to keep you off the show as much as possible. (laughs) Wowza. Wowzers. Alright. So what do you guys do? Uh, You guys know uh, you you have your mission, you have your, your goal. Um, we still
3: So, um, should, should we
2: go?
0: Yes, I I think we should. Okay. Khan, are you ready?
4: I mean, if it's not this, it'd be your dad. So at least this one's not like going to kill us immediately. This is fine. Ready to go, Barry?
2: (laughs) Barry Barry. (laughs) Barry
4: is very
1: ready to go.
2: Let's go. All
1: right. So you leave the HEI building, and as you make your way through the city streets, you see that most of the city is indeed in chaos. Um, And indeed, the closer you get to the crowded streets uh, towards Market Square, you note that the worst things to get, the worst things tend to get. You spot other licensees from across the agency fighting walking corpses, helping people evacuate to safer areas of the city and tending wounded. You have to trust that with a thousand crises across the city your compatriots are able to do their jobs so that you can do yours. As you reach the outskirts of the market square you can see that it was good not to become too distracted by the rest of the chaos because you are badly needed here. In the square proper, a great tower of bones looms over a chaotic battlefield. On one side is a wave of shambling corpses, walking bones, and hungry ghouls. On the other, the Cavalotians, all fighting with whatever they have at hand to protect their homes and each other. Most dangerous among the undead, that you notice immediately, are two towering corpse behemoths. They're advancing on a small group of citizens armed with iron pots and kitchen knives. Their bravery is commendable, but you can tell that if you don't do something fast, those people are going to be crushed beneath the weight of these two gargantuan, shambling corpses. What do you do?
0: Oh. Well, how, how far were these behemoths?
1: Uh, you've got about 80 feet of distance between you and these, these two uh, behemoth zombies. It looks like right. they haven't noticed you yet, especially they're just lumbering towards this small cowering group that are like backing away slowly but very clearly about to get just demolished.
4: Okay, and we're not in combat quite yet.
1: So, Not currently, no. The, no, no enemies have noticed you yet.
4: I'm going to cast Enlarge on Barry.
1: <laughs> Alright. Barry grows from his already moderate size to even larger. I'm yes. um, I don't know who's supposed to call on you, Harry
3: Plopper.
0: <laughs> Harry, what does it say? Fast.
3: Uh, oh, yes. Um, well, my, my name's Harry Plopper, and I'm the boy who died. And maybe I could just sp- speak with them. And, and you know, I, they could talk, and we could say, oh, the, the a bad guy. And then we could all go, and we could have a zombie horn going with us into the tower,
2: and then we could all kill the and then I could die.
0: <sighs> Fan Ray, hearing this, uh, thinks that'll be a great distraction for me to get into a place to take a shot at them when this all goes poorly <laughs> right Harry? Nice. you go ahead and do that i'll catch you in the aftermath so <laughs> uh fan ray will try to stealth to a position to get a shot off
1: excellent uh, so when, when it comes to initiative you'll roll stealth for initiative that's when we'll handle that harry plopper <laughs> uh conchaka you've already cast your spell <laughs> harry plopper what do you do
3: Harry Popper's going to walk out into the middle of this madness and like try and step in between the two sides and in necril speak to the oncoming horde of undead. Uh, but first he raises his hand uh, and then he he realizes he's like, but probably nobody's ever going to talk to me that way. Uh, um, hello, everyone. My name's Harry Popper and I'm the boy who died. Maroon de has been there uh, are bringing me back to life just like all of you for so long and i just wish to have a moment's peace now don't isn't it true that don't you all wish to have a moment's peace as well and to rest peacefully in your graves and perhaps if you wouldn't fight the people of cavalosha but instead turn your gaze upon moldavort and then we can bring down his oppressive establishment
1: so the uh, two gargantuan, shambling zombies are like inch, uh, like feet away from this this group of like cowering individuals, and they suddenly like both stop with weapons raised, just fists raised, and turn towards this this shouting boy. Um, you can see that one of them looks like um, uh, just almost uh, like maybe like a zombified giant but He has this like tattered wizard's pointed hat on, and, and like and like ratty, uh, blood-stained robes on, um, and one of his big ogreish eyeballs like dripping down uh, to hang against his cheek. And he looks. They they both look right down at Harry Plopper, and begin advancing. And it would be a good idea to roll initiative at this point. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So cool, 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 cool. Should, I, should i roll diplomacy as my initiative i'd allow it if that's what you want to do <laughs> yes. i'm always trying to roll funny things from my <laughs> initiative so yes diplomacy will be mine at a plus zero <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? Uh, which is apparently a better situation than you had before <laughs> i guess so what is oh i just question? i just
3: wanted to do it for fun the game oh, is the fun line. people Ugh.
1: Okay, it's fine. That's oh. fine. I'm, I, I'm all for it. All right, Conchaka. What is thing? What do things look like for you?
2: I
4: rolled a one, making my start a thirteen.
1: Thirteen. Maybe it was that rambling speech that just <laughs> caught you so off guard that you were <laughs> unable to react as quickly as normal. Uh, Harry Plopper.
3: Uh, a wizardly nine.
1: A wizardly nine. And Fanray.
0: 26. Fanray,
1: who has basically just like (laughs) slunk away during all of this. Nobody even knows where she went. Maybe she just left altogether. But man, she put herself into a nice position. Nobody notices where she is. She's ready to do what she's got to do. You do get the drop on everybody. You see these two massive zombie brutes just making their way menacingly towards. Old Harry Plopper. They don't appear to have understood anything that he just rambled at them. Um, But then again, they also have, like, it's hard to get expressions and reactions from zombies. So maybe they are just going to join your side now. Who knows? But you do have the jump on them. You are hidden. uh, So these are flat-footed creatures. Uh, Basically, everybody is flat-footed to you, no matter who you choose to strike. Uh, What do you do?
0: Uh... Henry's going to take two shots at these things. You know, you mentioned the hanging eyeball, and that sounded really mm. fun. So first, I'm going to try to hit that. Oh, that nice! that would be awesome. Uh, and we'll see where we go from there. Sure. With her short bow, that is an 18.
1: An 18 will do it. Uh, this arrow comes out of nowhere, arcing and just... Uh, right into this creature's swinging eyeball. Yes. What kind of damage are we looking at?
0: Ooh, okay. And with my sneak attack damage, that is eight points of damage.
1: Eight
2: points of
1: damage. This arrow just lodged. Oh, sorry.
0: I lied. It is not eight. It is 11, because I have a deadly D10. Nice.
1: That's right. Uh, Deadly is if you get a critical hit, though.
0: Never mind. It is eight.
1: You lied about your lie. You're getting real. I am a rogue. Real convoluted here. Uh, okay, that was the first <laughs> shot. I that you we're gonna take two of them.
0: Well, if the eyeball didn't explode, I'm gonna shoot at it. Oh no, the too. eyeball!
1: Sorry, the eyeball pops. It's like just oh. a gross mess of nothing now. Uh, that then, zombie is still very much animate, but you did pop the eyeball.
0: I want to hit his other eyeball. Okay, <laughs> it'll feel incomplete if I don't.
1: Yeah, that's you a gotta good have call. symmetry. Yeah.
0: Twenty-one.
1: Twenty-one is also gonna do it. Not critical, Sheep. but you did hit.
0: Only three points of damage. Okay. Because
2: uh, <laughs> they they're still flat And that
0: was, that was with sneak attack.
1: Oh no. Okay. Yep. So at the end of it all, you did deal eleven points of damage. There is that. I did. Uh, I do want to note before we go on that we got crossbones, giving an edge to Chew. Uh, so whenever <laughs> Chew gets here, he's got an edge. Nice. But uh, uh, also, Sarah BC1 is making her presence known. Mercy for the table. Yeah. Edge and sink for me. Mm. And of course, what would a game be? without a random wild magic.
2: <laughs> only There's only three of us. There's uh, only
4: oh, no. well, three of
1: us. Uh, oh, no. Why don't we go ahead and roll a d4 to determine which of you will affect. If it affects Chu, it'll just affect him when he gets here.
4: Uh, he's hitting a chat. I swear, if
1: <laughs> I get it. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not going to show up. Yeah. Um, That is a three.
4: Oh, Jamie!
1: Whoa. That is a three wow. for Jamie. I'm
4: Jamie, excited about you
1: this. got wild magic. Now I would like you to roll a d4. D4. That's
0: a d4. three again.
1: A three! All right. Uh. Okay. Your eyes begin to flow toward one another, merging into one big eye in the middle of your face. Your sudden monovision is disorienting, and the shift causes you to lose your depth perception. You take a minus four penalty to ranged attacks, and you are flat-footed against ranged attacks. You gain the ability to shoot a powerful laser beam from your eye using two actions. This beam is a ranged attack that deals D100 damage on the hit.
2: That's yeah, broken.
0: Okay, okay. My eyeball is a ranged attack, d one hundred damage, mm-hmm. minus four on any other ranged attacks.
1: On this one as well, all ranged attacks take a minus four penalty.
0: Okay, but I'm flat-footed against ranged attacks.
1: That's correct. You you've lost uh, your death perception.
3: That's very funny.
0: Cool. Uh, this is exciting, and I love it. But Fanray, I'm sure, is very concerned about what's happening and is probably just <laughs> going to take her third action this round to kind of balance herself and get her sight right. Yeah,
1: it's very disorienting.
0: Gonna... Yeah, so uh, that'll be my third round. Just like, what? Ah! <laughs> okay, okay.
1: Alright, as, as Fan Ray sort of writes herself, I will note that Crossbones has uh become the bit boss and given me a hero point. Zengi still doesn't still hasn't decided who's getting their hero point. But Scott Danuzo, he made a good decision and gave, well, me, a hero point.
4: Yay! So I have
1: three of them.
4: A and gym guy. It,
1: it is my turn.
4: Jim's forever.
1: A gym is forever. <laughs> So these two brutish zombies uh, begin lumbering forward, and Harry Plopper is the closest person to them. <laughs> so they <laughs> begin advancing. Uh, now, they do seem to move uh, slow, just like other zombies, but their strides are large um, because they're they're just so tall. They both lumber right up next to Harry Plopper, Looking down at him, one you see just now, just like this, this, this ocular nerve dangling from an empty socket, uh, an arrow uh, uh, sticking out of his cheek. They both get up to you, okay, but mm-hmm. they don't have a third action with which to smash you into a tiny, tiny pulp. Okay, so you may just manage to get away. Uh, both of them have to use both actions to get to you, and it is now Khan Shaka's turn.
4: Uh, Khan tells Barry, "Go protect Plopper." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Barry like raises his eyebrows, like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> yeah, Barry. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure. But... <laughs> Barry lumbers towards the two behemoth
4: zombies to protect Harry Plopper. Uh, Barry is going to <clears throat> act independently from myself, so he'll be a different fighter. And then uh, Khan Shaka is going to use his other two actions to yeet a flame at one of
1: them. All right. Yeet that flame. Do you um... want to attack the one that uh, has already been struck twice or with, with yes. some air? Or do you want to? Okay.
4: So uh, he's going to eat a flame, which I'm so sorry. I have to keep looking up the tech. It's ranged. My range plus is
1: should be your spell attack bonus should be listed. Somewhere. Oh,
4: thank God. Spell attack. Oh, my God. Okay. What character did I build? Um, that is a 28.
1: That is a critical hit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nice. Make sure you check the spell and see if there are any extra effects for criticals because they will take a
4: persistent damage. Nice. So hold on. So I do uh, 2d4. Okay. I Double the damage and a persistent 1d4. So they're going to take for right now... Uh, 12 points of damage, and then they will constantly take two damages as persistent.
1: What's the, um, is it a D4 persistent damage?
4: It's a 1D4 persistent, yeah.
1: So, so basically at the end of their turn, that you'll just get, you'll just roll D4 at the end of every one of their turns. Uh, That's
3: awesome. Yeah,
1: it's, it's pretty good. That's enough. Yep. All right, so this zombie just gets blasted with fire. Uh, and actually, like his his moldy, uh, blood-stained robes actually catch on fire, and Harry Plopper, you're not quite sure, but it almost seems like this big, like ogreish zombie looks down at himself, and you can almost hear this like, uh, uh fire, <laughs> uh. And that is the end of Kanshaka's turn. Uh does Barry. Uh, actually, uh Barry, yeah. Barry has to use one action just to get to Harry Plopper, but since uh, but then would get to make a strike if he if he's,
4: if he's yes. right there. First strike is going to claw at this thing. That's a 23. 23 is a hit. Uh, claws are 2d6. Plus six because he's a big boy. Uh uh, 6 plus 2 is 8, plus 5 is 13. Oof, that's a vicious, just just tearing
1: across this zombie's midsection with his claws. And then the third action
4: would be minus what?
1: My, uh, he only gets, so, um, animal companions have the minion trait, so they only get two actions every round when they act okay. independently. So that will be the end of Khan Shaka's turn, and Harry Plopper, you are now staring up at this flame—one flaming zombie and one just giant amalgamation of stitched together flesh. What do you do? <laughs>
3: uh, well, which one? Which one looks more uh, hurt out of its ripped body? The one that is
1: on fire. Okay. Is probably uh. the most hurt.
3: So uh, Harry'll look at it and say, "I'm so sorry. I do believe we could have been friends, maybe." Uh, unleashing volts of electricity from his hand, hopefully into this creature. That's a seventeen.
1: Seventeen hits.
3: <laughs> uh, as he casts shocking grasp into it. Uh, That is the weirdest leaner on a d12 I've ever seen. Okay. Um, Seven points of damage. Two d12, seven points of damage. That's rough. It is rough. It's really, really rough.
0: You remember my three points. Don't feel too bad. That's
1: true. Uh, This zombie gets shot, burned, electrocuted, slashed but is still standing these guys are tough that is going to close out round one and at as as you guys are are like sort of taking stock of this situation and realizing that you may may have gotten yourselves in a little over your head you hear in the distance a voice (laughs) You look behind you, and you don't see anybody, but you do see this nine-foot greatsword sticking (laughs) up above the crowd as somebody is running through the streets. Uh, It sounds like Trevor may have arrived. Trevor, why don't you go ahead and roll initiative? Yeah! Uh, 16! 16! All right, we'll put you in on this round. You're going to start combat... Uh, 90 feet away from your allies Wow uh, Oh, far, oh far gosh far that's so far uh, Fanray You see this burning zombie uh, And its companion are still Like looming over Harry Plopper It, He's still in quite a bit of danger uh, It was a really brave Bold move To stand there but he yep. did it
0: Yes oh, I <laughs> Question How long does my eyeball last uh until the end of this
1: episode oh sweet dang. <clears throat> uh
0: well you know fan has got this new fun thing on her face might as well try it out see what you it might can as do. well if i accidentally explode somebody behind it i'm so sorry too bad uh so <laughs> she's gonna focus really hard on the less injured
2: okay
1: this, this, uh, it, your vision actually starts to go blurry as as this bright, intense light forms just just in front of your head, uh, and you blast out hopefully towards your enemy. Remember, all ranged attacks take a minus four penalty from where they normally would be.
0: Okay, that will be a twenty-two.
1: Twenty-two is a hit. Uh, the beam lands true and just pss, burns through this zombie. Go ahead and roll D100 damage.
3: <laughs> this is incredible. If you get a critical it. hit, if you get a critical hit with that, you could do 200 points of damage.
0: And you just did 92 points of damage. <laughs> you
2: guys <laughs> always...
1: It's as, if, it's as if there's like a second sun in the sky momentarily as this intense white hot beam of energy lances across the battlefield, stabs into the zombie that's not on fire, and when your vision clears, that zombie's just gone. It's just completely obliterated by some incredible energy. Uh, there must be a very powerful wizard on the field somewhere. Uh, thank you thank you I know I
3: am so.
0: Anne-Ray will use her uh third action to again steady herself while patting herself on the back
1: All not, right not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. Trevor you're there, there's like spots in your vision from this intense beam of energy that just obliterates one of these ogreish zombies uh but then your vision clears uh what do you do? Uh,
5: so, Trevor, with his thirty feet of movement per action, uses all three actions. But it, but it goes like this: so you, you, he's he's yelling, he's going ah, and then you look back, and then you look at him, and he's still in the same spot, and he goes ah, and then you look back, and then you look at him, and he's still going ah, and then
1: eventually he just shows up. <laughs> all right uh trevor since you just got here i do want to note that uh the real gobshite has decided for some reason you deserve a hero point yes So you've got you've got two hero points on the board now um oh sarah bc1 uh has become the bit boss and given Kanshaka a hero point hey and, sarah and hero the yeah. the um the bit boss again and has another um hero point that she's giving to so trevor Ooh. you are starting with three hero points good god you know, into battle with your companions. Oh my God, um,
5: there's a tiny zombie next to the bigger zombies. <laughs> you've
1: got to kill it. Uh, The bigger zombie, it looks like it was about to smash down on Harry Plopper. But then this little gnome shows up. And for some reason, this zombie focuses in on the gnome and just yells. Oh, I and tries to obliterate Krebber stone rage with two powerful swings of its meaty fists. Uh-oh. Uh, the first one is going to hit armor class 26. I, yep, that, that'll hit. <laughs> oh, comes in, smashes into you with a Powerful blow. Uh, You are going to take 15 points of... Oh, boy! Oh, boy! And the force of it knocks you back five feet. However, you still do appear to be within reach of this brutish zombie's fist as it lashes out at you again with a second strike, uh, hitting an armor class of only 12 this time. That will miss! It would miss, but I feel like... I feel like this deserves a hero point. I'm gonna go ahead and re-roll the attack. And that one, with the re-roll, would hit an armor class of twenty-one.
4: Uh, yep,
5: that,
2: that hits.
1: <laughs> the fist comes in, slamming into you. Once, then again, twice, you take ten more points of bludgeoning damage. You get knocked back another five feet. Uh, And this slow-moving zombie does not appear to have it with the wherewithal to strike a third time. Though you get the impression with its newfound rage, it surely would, if it could. That will take us now to Khan Shaka's turn.
4: Uh, Khan, who just saw the sun get released from someplace, and then a three-foot man with a nine-foot sword run into the (laughs) field has decided that leaving the forest might have been a poor decision for his life, and is going to continue to yeet these uh, fireballs at this oh. from a safe distance.
1: Before you yeet your fireballs, why don't you go ahead and roll the persistent fire damage that this zombie is taking, because it was the end of its turn. It takes four. Four points of damage as it continues to burn, and I do need to make a DC 15 flat check to see whether the fire goes out or continues on the die. That is a 1, so it will continue to burn.
4: <laughs> uh, as a famous r singer would say, let it burn! Let it burn. 27?
1: Uh, oh, that is another critical hit. Yes! yes!
4: I have a plus 10 to my spell casting. I don't know what I did with this character. Um, That is 5 and double that. That'd be 10 points. And then does he... 10 points. And then no, he he's already taking persistent resistance? damage, so he'll just continue to burn. But um Um But yeah, just take 10 points. Uh Kong will stay where he is. He goes, go Barry. <laughs> and so All right. uh Barry will attack with his uh he's gonna bite him first. Alright. Uh that's uh, ooh, that's probably gonna miss. That's a sixteen. 16, these things are slow. They're big and easy to hit. A 16's going to do it. Oh, Jesus. All right. Uh, so that is, because he's enlarged, that is 6 plus 2d8. Uh, minimum damage for 8 points.
1: All right. So Barry sinks his jaws into this rotting ankle and just rips... This zombie to the ground, uh, its skull smashes against the cobblestones of the street. You guys see uh, uh, rotting brain matter just leak out everywhere. Um, this this zombified ogre just like looks over at at Trevor with its one remaining eye, and it's just it, it mouths something. Harry Plopper, you're close enough to hear. Um, hey, yeah. that is the end of both brutish zombies. You did it. Hooray. But Jim,
5: I didn't <laughs> get yes. to kill rog a second <laughs> time!
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I got taken away from you. Uh, at this point, you notice that uh, uh, most of the Sort of chaotic melee that was going on around you has calmed a bit. It looks like the the cavalotians have sort of pushed back this wave of the of the the undead. Um, a man in a blacksmith's apron, carrying a heavy war uh, a heavy hammer, rushes up to you. In other circumstances, you might think he was a murderer, covered in bits of rotting flesh and bone and blood, as he is. But at this point, he's just like everyone else on the street. Oh, thank goodness he arrived when you did. We were having trouble as it was, but then when those big ones showed up and I, re- I thought that was the end. I thought that was it. it was Wilson Wilson at your service. Are you guys here to to help? Yeah. <laughs> uh,
5: I don't know who these two people. Oh, Kanchaka. Hey!
4: Hi, Mr. Trevor.
5: Yeah, I got a, I got a note from the lady. Um, yeah,
4: we got to go to a, a bone tower because uh, Harry's uh, life daddy keeps causing trouble. Oops. Oh, hey, watch out for
1: that bone tower. Don't go near it right now. There was one guy. He tried to go up in there. He got close, but there's some kind of, like, shimmery field or something. He walks right through it. His, his flesh just melts away. He's a skeleton, and then when he's a skeleton, he turns around and attacks everybody. So I, I wouldn't go near that bone tower. Oh yeah, but...
4: we're supposed to wait for some type of time.
2: Yes. I oh,
4: it, in, my note, in my note, yeah,
5: in my note it says the eclipse. The eclipse. Oh
1: yeah, well, there's going to be a couple of hours to the eclipse, so uh, if you're waiting for that uh well i mean there's there's lots of things you could do to to help us out i mean as you can see things are kind of in disarray we're kind of left to our own our own devices out here uh you know morale's real low uh these people don't even really know how to fight so if you have any tips on how to like you know recognize the strengths and weaknesses of these undead folk that would really help uh of course we got lots of wounded that need help uh we could always use help like building more barriers we're trying to barricade some of the streets and fortify some of the buildings uh we're trying to find better defensive positions and corridors for evacuees uh, and then on top of that we got we're running low on supplies we need medicine and weapons and food and everything so so anything you all can do to to help out would be a real a real a real real treat how come this one's eaten is that a zombie there are we done? I, we got to get
5: him. Yeah! And
1: Trevor in, strikes
5: in, this in, person <laughs> down that he has not met before.
4: I'll, Trevor, no! But, <laughs> this one's with us. Uh, as Fenry speaks, Crown uh, Chaka okay. looks over to her and immediately starts to scream and point. Your face! Your face! Oh my God, your face! The 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 face! You're, oh my, yes. it was. Yes. Why? Why? why why
5: (laughs) wait what what's wrong with her face i i i i've only seen her with one eye this is all i know
4: oh have you not met lady i believe this is lady fan ray she used to be a pretty lady with two eyes now she is she's all right she's a lady with one eye Conchaka, she's still a pretty lady you just you can't say that to people oh oh i'm sorry no Come, pretty or not, I just blew up that behemoth. That was
2: you? Oh
4: my yes. god. The entire time. Had, were you able to do that when we were stuck in so many places? Uh, n- No.
5: Why Why is this guy raising his hand?
3: Uh, just uh,
0: just call him on him you. and you'll yeah. find out.
5: Ah, uh, oh. You child who should not be a part of the group.
3: Yes, and my name's Harry Plopper and I'm the boy uh, who died. Uh-huh. Uh, and I am, am heroic, one of Heroic Endeavor's Employees of the Week. If you can see my badge over here. So that's how you'll be able to tell me separate from the other zombies that are, are walking around. And um, and, wait, Mr. Wilson, was, Oh, sorry, I'm very sorry
5: uh yeah still uh, the child oh no i'm very i'm very
3: sorry i wasn't talking to you i was talking to i was asking oh for Mr. well Wilson,
5: just so Wilson. you know they gave a dog that badge so don't feel <laughs>
2: special
1: <laughs> yeah 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 okay harry plopper what uh what i gotta do for you oh yes well
3: uh, my name's harry plopper and i'm the person died. um and i was just wondering if um If eating and clearing the streets of all dead undead would be very helpful for you, because that is something that I think I could accomplish.
1: I I don't I don't see how. uh, No, that one wasn't that wasn't a zombie. That was old Teddy. He uh, he was a baker. You should probably stop eating him right away. uh, yeah, see, some of the some of the people over here see where uh, we've suffered some casualties, and uh, you appear to be just chewing on one of their ankles there. Uh, so that I, I would uh, I would actually refrain from doing that if at all possible. People are going to get the wrong idea, and they're going to uh, smash your head in. Hey, How about that eight? one? Uh, yeah, sure, okay, that one okay. over there. But uh, yeah, but this, those corpses are all rotten corpses. So if you're one of those undead that gets health back from eating recently dead people. Things then those wouldn't count because uh, those corpses have been dead for a long time. Uh, just they're very delicious. Hey, that's kind of hey. that's kind of gross. Uh, hey. It's a really uh, a wonder they let you into heroic endeavors and they don't kick you out and, and never let you one go on any resources. adventures. Hey,
5: hey, Fen, friend uh Yeah, that's that's your name, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, Kanchaka can we just can we just walk over here and have a small little huddle? Uh, real fast. Away from uh, that thing?
0: Harry, do enjoy that delicious zombie. Uh, and Fanray will follow Trevor over away.
2: I will
4: follow suit, but not like take his eyes off Harry, because this is unsettling.
5: So, are you sure I can't kill him?
2: Um, so not
4: yet. Well, here's the problem when I first met Harry Plopper, uh, he went down and what kind of had a uh, he went down and uh-huh. then I burned his body, uh, from oh. head to toe with flesh. <laughs> and ah, then yeah. the next time he was just like walking around HEI. And so, um, you you know, at, at the, it's 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 one of those things where it's like. You can try, but it doesn't, it's part of you forever. Like have, so many things in life.
5: Have Have you tried splitting him in half? I mean, look at him over I've there. i literally He's set eating him on, an ankle.
4: I know, but he, he says so he's- sentient.
0: He says he's died 49 times and this Moldavort always brings him back.
5: Oh, I had to deal. Kanchaka, we dealt with Moldavort with that. Uh, like, oops, he almost died.
4: Yep, yep, yep. Yep, I I was I was there. Oopsie, fell from a great height and bounced a few feet off the ground. And have you seen him since? He's still alive. I hope. Yeah, he yeah, is. he's
5: okay. He's okay.
4: Good. Okay. Good. No, okay, no. good. I, anyway, um, so we no, just... he's actually a pretty powerful wizard too. So he can't get to anything within four or five days of combat. Uh-huh. But once he's there, it's very effective.
5: Okay, uh, Kanchaka, I'm going to I'm going to trust you. Um, good to meet you. My name is Trevor Stone Rage. Uh, sorry I'm late. I was dealing with my adopted <laughs> son, DeWall. Uh, he was punching holes into our wall again. So, oh. yeah. So, anything to get away from him and have the wife deal with him for a while.
4: Well, it looks like yeah, very special. Anyway, it looks like Mr. Uh, 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 WW1 uh, uh, needs, tells us that we need to help a whole bunch of people. There's like all these people screaming around us. I don't know if we've noticed some of these supplies but, uh, and hailing and then maybe, you know, get the, get the people like to safety or something.
5: Jim, what has happened to the prison?
1: Uh, you're not quite certain. You know that very likely uh, the prison is actually probably okay because it's a fortified structure that is actually maintained by a staff of, of Cavalotian Guard. Uh, chances are they're doing okay. The reason that uh, a lot of the rest of the city is doing so poorly is because the, Caval- the Royal Guard of, Caval- of Thaspir has sort of fortified the, the Bright Quarter and uh and the government buildings and sort of left the rest of the city to fend for itself so chances are the prison itself is actually probably safe
5: oh okay good my my good friend is still there i really gotta go visit him this isn't the time i'm sorry
1: (laughs) it is not the time in fact speaking of time you know that you have approximately six hours until the eclipse itself um as, okay. as old W.W. had mentioned, there are a number of ways that uh, sort of between Waves of the Undead, you can help the people of Cavalosha defend themselves and and get ready for another attack that is sure to come. Uh, as he had mentioned, uh, there uh, of course, mor- morale is a big factor. These people, uh, maybe they just need somebody to... to Tell them they can do it. Uh, That would would be uh, using diplomacy or performance. You could try to boost (gasps) morale in the survivor camp. You do note. What? Go ahead.
3: uh, No, go ahead. Go ahead. You finish, and then I'll I'll go.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, the people, of course, these are all just regular citizens. They may not know how to best effectively fight undead, how to recognize their strengths and weaknesses, or or any odd powers that the undead might have. So a religion or military lore check could actually help instruct the people in how to better fight off the undead. Uh, Of course, there's plenty of wounded to take care of with a medicine check, if you want to spend your time doing that. Uh, There is a group of people uh, just trying to fortify buildings and barricade some of the streets. So a craft or athletics check could help out with that. Uh, Wilson had mentioned uh, they need eyeballs. They need people to scout better positions to defend, uh, safe routes for evacuations and for wounded people. So a perception or stealth check would be good for helping doing that. Uh, And of course, supplies are very low. People need medicine. They need more weapons. They need food, water, everything that you need uh, to fortify a position for, for You know, even just a single day, uh, they need those supplies. So a survival or nature check would help those scrounging around for supplies for the camp. Um, Every check, every success would take approximately two hours of work. Uh, And you know that you have uh, six hours until the eclipse. You know that there are more jobs than there are of you. But if you're good and you can uh, succeed quickly, you might be able to help them in more areas than one. Depending on how you use your time, but how you use your time is up to
3: you. So, what do you do? So, I think while the three of them are off talking, you know, Harry's just been eating, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm sure Wilson Wilson is over near Harry. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, Harry would like to start pointing out, like, this right here is a very weak section of the leg, uh, and you could, and he just starts eating it. Uh, but would like to use that as a way to um to to help the people kind of figure out where the weak points are on these zombified corpses
1: okay so as you're standing there like eating Various corpses and Wilson is watching you do this. You note that other people have sort of stopped and they're watching. Like pretty soon, there's this whole crowd of people and they're all talking amongst themselves. Like how is this one talking and why is this one not attacking us? And Wilson is sort of like spreading throughout the crowd. He's like, oh yeah, he's he's with HEI, I guess. He's like a hero or something. I, I don't know, but you know. And people actually start to to kind of listen to you, uh, and you can make a uh, you can make a religion military lore, or if you have any kind of lore specifically dealing with the undead, you could make that kind of a check. How
3: well. about like a lake lore? Or a lake? No. Yeah, <laughs> I have lore lake. Uh, no. <laughs> I specifically took that because I've been thrown into the lake. My body uh-huh. has been found in the lake many a times.
1: Well, uh... like every choice you made, it is useless in this situation. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, I mean, like I you. guess I'll do a religion... Occultism doesn't work, correct? So I would
1: allow occultism, actually. Alright, I'll do
3: occultism, then.
1: Yeah, That's
3: a 15.
1: 15. You're trying to explain to these people in between bites of flesh, and you kind of sometimes you get more distracted by the process of eating. Um, <laughs> and people seem to be focused way more on the nature of the fact that you're undead and how, what an oddity it is. and like you, don't, uh, you do manage to impart some useful lessons, but it's going to take you a little bit longer. Uh, it's going to take you a total of four of the six hours to really sort of get across some of these concepts and get people to sort of understand uh, the information that, that you're laying down. So after well, that, you're not going to have very much time left to help in other areas, but we will move on and see what, what, what the others of your team choose to do.
3: He would be eating for four hours anyway, cleaning up. I mean up he the would streets. definitely so just that, do that makes anyway. <laughs> a lot of sense. So yeah. that's that's how uh, Harry occupies his time. Right. Right, right, right.
5: Um T- Trevor would like to to motivate these people with an arousing speech and an amazing performance.
1: Okay. Uh, so I take it you're going to use your performance check?
5: Yes, because I haven't been able to use it for anything else. And gla- Lore Gladiator is somehow more useless than
1: Lore Lakes. <laughs> no, they're equally useless. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> oh,
3: okay. okay. You never know when Lake Lore is really going to pop up, though. I never. mean,
1: old-fashioned right
2: Lake Whatever
5: Lore. <laughs> um. That is a nineteen
1: a nineteen uh all right, so you start even though you didn't really participate in the battle per se, um you sure make it seem like you with your nine foot great single handedly defeated the two zombie brutes, okay. and you noted like you keep noting to the people like with with he- now the real heroes have arrived, and so so they should you know rally to your cause and and again you you've managed to actually convince most of them somehow like the the group memory of the vent event seems to have less and less to do with this beam of energy and way more to do with this great sword that you're carrying around some people actually start to sort of believe that you your blade shot the beam that destroyed the zombie br- like you start to just convince people that you everyone. were everyone the- in all of them.
5: I will be honest with you. Some of you will die, <laughs> but I will protect the rest with my amazing magic, shooting laser, great sword. And when we win this day, I will kill the little one.
1: <laughs> and everybody cheers when you say that. They seem to be very eager to see the little one die. Um, it, it after basically doing this around the camp and like going to different pockets of survivors and, and sort of rallying all of them. You see that everybody seems to be in really good spirits and they seem to be like ready to, 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 to fight the next wave of zombies and undead that, that are surely on their way. Um, and it only takes you two hours. Uh, people are, people are on your side. So you still have plenty of time. If you want to help in any other part of this, uh, of the camp fan ray, uh, As Trevor is running around just shouting about somehow he single-handedly destroyed the two zombie (laughs) brutes, Um, very clearly not what happened, but it does seem to be helping people rally behind uh, the cause and and lift their spirits. So maybe maybe you just let that one go. But uh, how are you going to help the people?
0: Uh, Fanray rolls her one eye at Trevor (laughs) first. Uh, And then Fanry is going to send messages to different merchants she knows of Mm -hmm. in the city, Uh, either ones that owe her family money or Mm -hmm. that she knows are just plain dumb Uh, or those that have a much softer heart uh, Mm -hmm. and those that she can intimidate through words. Uh, She's going to send messages to all of them in different ways to try to see how many uh, supplies she can get sent back to this side of the city.
1: Yeah, uh, normally I would have gone with a survival or nature check, but if you have, I believe you've got a oh, mercantile lore or something like that? Mm-hmm. yeah. So I will definitely allow that roll with the way that yeah. you're doing this.
0: Oh, but
4: mercantile lore is so good, way better than lake lore.
1: Or it gladiator lore. <laughs> yes, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> no question. That,
0: that is a 14.
1: A 14. Uh, you start sending messages out runner you, you, you collect some runners to start sending messages out um over the next couple of hours um some of them return empty-handed and with with you know replies of like hey yeah there's zombies all over the city get your own weapons get your own food like we're all we're all just trying not to die here lady um some of them do come back with some supplies. Uh, you know, It's not a totally futile effort, uh, but after, after a good four hours of work, you've definitely gotten less of a response than you were hoping for. Um, perhaps just the nature of the disaster is making it difficult for people to pull together where you may have been able to bully them uh, into, into giving you what you want before. This just isn't a time where that's gonna work as, as effectively as it normally would. So you spend a right. good long time doing that uh khan shaka you uh, haven't done yet but i'd love to see what you come up with
4: uh khan's just kind of looking around at all the injured people he just kind of like like slowly walks over to him and say, hi i see that your knee's going that way when it's supposed to be going that way um do you mind if i just kind of take a look at it because i don't think you'll be able to walk for a while but i can at least make you be able to stand for a bit and then just lean against Barry. He's really comfortable. <laughs> he just kind of starts helping people in uh, using. Now, Jim, I have natural medicine. Can I use my yeah. nature instead for this? Indeed. Natural mm. medicine allows
1: you to substitute nature for a medicine check. So you certainly can do that here.
4: He's going to walk around. was like, hi. Oh, I see that half your face is hanging off. Do you mind? Uh, that's a 22.
1: 22. Wow.
4: I rolled a 10, I have 12.
1: <laughs> you note that uh, people's injuries, of course, you're you're able to treat them very easily, and and you certainly start bandaging people up. And as you're doing it, you note that it's not even just the fact that you're helping people, but some of the other people who were trying to help people are starting to pay attention to you, uh, and you start giving them some pointers, like, okay, here's how you do a splint, and here's how you you know turn it. This guy needs a tourniquet. Here's how to do this, and you know here's how to prioritize needs, and here's how to sort of here's how to help. Uh, when when so many people need help and people are really starting to pay attention to you and listen to you, uh, and and not only do you personally help people, but but you note that that you sort of give these people the tools so that when you have to go uh, assault the Bone Tower, they'll be able to carry on your work and they've sort of learned a little bit about how to do this as well. And after about two hours, uh, you 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 have. You have sort of finished what you can do, and and you're actually able to sort of step back and let the other responders take over so that you can focus on some other areas of need in the camp. Um, At this point, it looks like Trevor and Khan Shaka, you've sort of finished your tasks at first. Uh, Your other two companions are still working at it. Um, You do note uh, that people are still looking for better defensible uh, they, they need to scout out some better defenses. Um, and there are people still hastily trying to like build barricades um, and, and like dig little trenches and stuff so that the next time uh, the undead attack, they actually have some fortified positions to fall back to. Uh, you can use your remaining time, since you have it, to help do that, or you can just leave them to their own devices if you wanted to. What do you do? Um, what would it take to help them like fortify the area? Uh, that's just sort of brute force work. Uh, a craft or athletics check would help do that.
5: So Trevor is going to take his nine-foot-long greatsword and start building trenches with his amazing blade.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> sure. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly how you're incorporating a nine-foot greatsword into building barricades, but... Is, is it a, a, a great shovel? shovel. <laughs>
5: He's just basically putting cut marks into the ground and going,
1: dig here! (laughs) All right. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and make a craft or athletics check? 26! All right. So, shockingly enough, maybe it's because people believe in the power of this greatsword so much now, (laughs) uh, but you actually, like, just... It's, it's very presence seems to help people work faster. Uh, and you actually manage to like uh, uh, delineate like where trenches should go. And people start digging furiously wherever, wherever the blade points, people start to work. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's yes. an amazing thing.
5: Touch uh, the blade of greatness.
1: And people will, they'll come up and like touch it real quick. And then like, you can see it like lifts their spirits and they'll oh, go back to work. I'm about uh, to start but, a cult. a cult cult of the blade pretty soon Um, oh my goodness Khan Shaka the only real job left is to help these people find some good positions to fortify and and, uh, evacuation routes and stuff you can use perception or stealth uh, whichever you prefer if you would like to help them do that
4: I'll use perception Jim okay Um, Khan just kind of looks left he looks right I got the people stop using poison ivy as aloe vera, so might as well figure out where to put them. Uh, uh, Ten plus nineteen is the twenty-nine plus 31!
1: Oh yeah, uh, uh rousing success. Um, you very easily note that a lot of a lot of the sort of the the hastiness of the uh, of the urgency of 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 the the attacks um has caused some people to to miss some very obvious great staging areas for like a field hospital or for defensive positions or um some routes that they can take people who need to get evacuated from the area Uh, and you start pointing these things out and people are really listening to you and really taking your words to heart Um, they seem to be uh, uh, especially drawn towards Barry, like they—they uh, they seem to like Barry also becomes sort of a mascot of the of the community defense here. And uh, before long, you you sort of you sort of see that that a lot of the problem was just these people were sort of panicking and didn't know what they were doing. And you, a more uh, someone who is definitely more used to combat and seeing horrible undead monstrosities roam the streets like you're able to sort of um, uh, fix the holes in the logic they were using uh, and find them some some much better places to hole up and hide when they need to or fall back to when they're first if they, if they get overrun where can they fall back to um, and
4: they found uh, barriers <laughs> they, find,
1: they find barriers uh, and <laughs> And at the end of all that, uh, everybody has completed, at this point, everybody has completed all of their their tasks and work. Um, And you have in fact helped the camp as much as you think you can. You feel like your job is going to be to go in there and and fight Moldavort and end this. But you're confident that you've prepared the people to defend themselves uh, when the next wave of undead come, as much as you can. And indeed, you do see that a lot of um corpses and skeletons and uh ghouls they're they're like ry- slowly rising up out of the ground, like digging themselves out of the out of their gray uh, uh, of the uh, from underneath the cobblestones, really near the tower. Like the tower seems to be this nexus point where all these undead are just like clawing their ways up out of the ground. Um, and you can't really do much about them because again, there's that shimmering barrier that you've been told if you go near. Will just melt the flesh directly from your bones, turning you into one of these monstrosities. Now some of um, us don't have flesh. Uh, hey, Jim Jim.
5: hey, Harry Ploppa? Yeah, it's just you want to. You want to go next to the tower real fast? I. Yes, I was talking to you.
3: Yes, go Helen,
5: ahead. My name's
3: uh, Osherman. Uh, I'm the boy who died. Die. Uh, yes. I, I was aware. I did hear the same information that you did. So I'm I'm that dumb. Um, so I I'm not going to walk in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is
0: but is there any of you who might be able to figure anything out about this? field of power that's blocking us from the tower. I, or are we just going to assume everything about it? What, Harry? Yes, well, my I already Harry said your Bubba name.
2: And i yeah. i already already and and
3: I, yes. I have very, <laughs> very well studied, so perhaps I could um, figure something out. Um, and Jim, Jim, can I figure something out, Arcana? Al- yeah, Arcana will do it for you. Perfect. You uh, probably not. Uh that's a thirteen rolled a four. So
1: Yeah, you're not sure. You know that this is a uh some kind of very powerful aura. Um it's almost I mean anybody could look at it and guess that there's probably a lot of necromancy at work here. I mean there's there's literally undead being Uh, being created before your very eyes. If this barrier just melts flesh and turns you into a skeleton, then it's it's probably a powerful aura of necromancy. Um, It is very likely drawing power from some kind of internal source. Uh, It is probably some kind of innate defense mechanism of the Bone Tower itself. But aside from that, you you have no idea. Like, never seen anything like this. Uh, I will allow a, (coughs) a perception or society check from anybody
4: who Ooh. wants to sort of I control. will do perception. I <laughs> oh, I finally messed up. I rolled a two for 14.
5: <laughs> I got a natural one for a nine. Nice. Society
4: a, is
0: 15. That's a
3: dirty 20 for society.
1: A dirty 20, Harry Plopper. You can't really tell a whole lot about the barrier itself, but you do note as you're looking at the shape of the tower and sort of, you can actually pick out some patterns and like the bones. And you note that you've seen certain patterns before when you were exploring the tombs beneath Fanray's old home. And this is very likely has some deep connection to House Horvath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You recall that you were told that, that apparently um, all of this power came from, from some box, and you recall that you had lost the box to Moldavor, perhaps the Necrosphere that Doomed Oopsie was not the only treasure inside that box. And this may be some, some lingering consequences of that fateful journey beneath the old Horvath grounds. Oh, how fun.
3: Uh, Harry will relay this information to the rest of the party. Uh,
5: Trevor is surrounded by people, going,
3: Touch the sword up. Awesomeness,
5: <laughs> and everyone's chanting, like, the sword of awesomeness.
3: <laughs> huh? Um. You saying something, Harry?
4: Yeah, only the very important things, so don't worry. Uh, okay. There might, uh, there might be some more magical stuff that we found in Henry's, uh childhood home. Yeah,
5: I don't know a lot about her, so...
4: She's the daughter of a of a I'll call him a merchant. (laughs) Daughter of a merchant who dabbles Uh in nefarious things. But after. Oh, I was going to say
0: he dabbled in idiocy, but that's that's all right.
5: Oh, he's a smuggler. Sometimes.
0: Sometimes.
5: (laughs) Interesting.
3: He's more of just a bad guy in in, but like not a bad guy it more like a a a a, a, a like a, a be a, a minion bad guy like a semi bad guy like a bad guy who does things but isn't really like the big bad guy
5: like a, like a henchman no higher than that i would say Okay, uh below the boss but uh above a henchman. Got it.
4: Got <gasps> it. He, he was yeah. legally able to, well, I don't know if it was legally, but he came to us for help more than once and we didn't destroy him immediately. And Fanray still puts up with his crap, so he can't be that worse of a dad. So he's more of mm. like just an idiot. Okay.
1: He's more a bad guy in the sense that he's bad <laughs> at things and he is a guy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have asked if I could outright kill him a few times. Don't worry. It's not all love and happiness in our family. Um, So my father bought a house that Uh was at some point in the past owned by House Horvath.
2: Apparently,
0: Uh they worshipped Iridul, the iron tyrant. Uh, Uh They had an altar and a book and a gauntlet down there. I think I still have that gauntlet. The uh, very bad things. Um,
5: uh huh.
0: And then we had a magic chest. And then Moldavort had the magic chest, uh-huh. and then disappeared.
3: Yes, but what I'm saying is that Fenrir's father seemed to have more knowledge about the situation, about the things. He he hasn't done a very good job of doing the things that he knows about. But he he does seem to have a very plan. He, he has a plan for, for something, as he did purchase this property for a reason, and he did want the box for a reason. so um, that would suggest to me that maybe Fanrea's father is also some sort of necromancer. <gasps> maybe he's uh, the one that's bringing me back to life. Maybe it's. Uh, not maybe it's not motorfort whatsoever.
5: Are you, are you talking to us or yourself? I'm talking to
3: myself
4: now.
5: Okay, okay.
4: I think Fenway's dad right. is just going to sell it. He doesn't seem like the person with enough knowledge to even know how to, like, read a book all the way through.
0: Although, it's funny you say that, because he he, he sent those, was it him? Yes, he sent the little wormy things uh, into the books to grab the information out. But what were those things
4: called? Oh yeah, that thing in the library. Proteins,
0: yeah. Uh, in the annals of the House Horvath. so I don't know if he's involved that much. But
4: Wait, did he do that, or did he hire someone to do that?
1: Uh, as you recall, oh, he,
4: he donated had actually... the annals.
2: Yeah. Mm.
1: He he basically had a deal where. He, he got a hold of these books, but he could not translate them. So he made a deal with a creature known as an Akizendri. The akazendri could translate the books for him, and in return, all he had to do was donate that book to a place where that creature could then wreak havoc in the way that it likes to do.
4: <clears throat> He's more of an outsourcer, a reseller of havoc.
3: <laughs> okay. It's like the head of HYDRA. That's what I think he's like.
0: If my father ends up being actually really smart, not just a stupid rich fox, <laughs> I'm gonna be so upset <laughs> with you,
4: Jim. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was a hard one. Yeah. Um, uh. So, Mr. Uh. Popper, I can't believe I'm asking you this question. Do we continue to wait? because we have like two more hours according to the time that I kept with the last things we did. We like two more hours before the eclipse. And then I guess we just dive in. If you, yep. Mr. Plopper, if you tell us your entire name and backstory before you answer, I'm going to let Barry play with your foot. <laughs>
2: Oh, that, uh, that sounds uh, very pleasant.
5: Yeah, that my, does oh, it, my name's Harry Potter and I'm the girl who died. And then
3: he just sticks his foot out and like <laughs> uh, Barry is like, uh, <laughs> uh, uh uh Yes, um, I I believe we're we're pretty good here. Um if anybody wants to take a nap or eat, eat something, I'm quite full of myself. Yeah, please um but do not eat. Uh oh. you know, we could do anything that you want. We've got two hours to kill. Should
4: we put on a variety show? Oh. Jim, you know yes. better than I would in this system. Is there anything if I take a rest, can I recover a spell slot? Cause I've used one.
1: Uh only if it's a focus spell. <laughs> Crap. Alright. Um I yeah,
5: am you guys going definitely
1: take time to patch up. You do note that um Trevor is sporting some some pretty a uh, pretty hefty shiner. Uh, He probably, he he actually, despite his inability to actually strike down any of the zombies, he did get struck by one of them
4: pretty Uh, well. That's that's not what
5: the city is saying about that. That's true.
4: That's
1: (laughs) what the official
4: story is. I will go ahead and patch up Trevor's uh, harm using my natural medicine and the supplies we used before.
5: Oh, thank you. I can also use my my healing, my, my healer's tools that I bought. Um, oh, you got yeah. some of those, huh? Yeah, I spent money that I previously got.
4: So, uh using natural medicine and wasting a natural 20, that was a roll of a 32, Jim. How old uh, Well, it's not now? quite
1: a waste <laughs> because with a critical success on medicine, you you heal four d eight instead of just two d eight hit points. So that is not
4: a waste at all. Oh so 20. I don't <laughs> I mean, I'm glad you're healed, but uh, do care I, roll
2: do yeah, I roll you, it. Yeah, you
5: roll it. <laughs> We're wonderful. all just staring at you. Uh,
4: that's four. Uh-huh. Uh, six, 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 twelve plus four,
5: sixteen. Okay. Um, that's decent. That's decent. I'll probably you roll the uh,
4: one and the three and two sixes.
5: Uh. <laughs> Kanchaka, if I did not have a wife and adopted kid, I would kiss you right now. Um, All right, I mean, you, I can, think you, you convinced me. No, um. one, no one tell my wife.
4: I okay, I need an adult. <laughs> she
2: just oh, kinda no. slumps away.
5: <laughs> uh I I am gonna use my healer's kit on me. Just uh
1: Yeah, go ahead and roll that medicine check. Uh eighteen. Alright. Uh you're able to sort of rub some dirt on it and you uh will recover two d eight hit points.
5: I do what I did when I helped those people not die from the poison, like I rubbed my throat, like yeah. <laughs> Kind of tab uh, myself.
4: Harry <laughs> did get hit. Uh, Harry Plopper, did you actually get hit?
5: Yeah. I am back at full.
3: Uh, but Harry, Harry is over there using his dancing lights as a variety show. So he'll like cast them out and then bring them back. And sometimes he's juggling them. And sometimes they're a spotlight on him while he's telling horrible jokes. And then he goes back to juggling them some more. And, uh, you know, make variety a, show stuff.
1: Make a performance check.
3: Yeah! the three. A
1: three. <laughs> uh, nobody is paying attention to you, except for the people that, like, uh, like when, when the light, like, goes in their face, they're like, who let this child onto the... Can we get him out of here? Where are this... Where is this kid's parents? Like, people are definitely way more annoyed with you than are paying attention to you. Nobody is amused by your show. Sad. Uh,
3: I oh I want to join the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, he doesn't stop if you're wondering. Like the oh, show no. doesn't stop. No,
5: of course not. He he never takes it. Trevor is going to take his nine-foot greatsword, stab it into the ground, catapult himself while he does a flip, land on one knee, and go to the cold of awesome greatsword. <laughs>
1: I mean, I guess you can make a performance check as well.
5: Oh, 18 on the die for a twenty-six! Uh
1: you note that for as annoyed as everybody is with Harry Plopper, uh your performance seems to distract all of them from their woes. And uh they, they were already totally on board with the great sort of awesomeness, but now like there's this whole crowd there basically there's a whole crowd of people watching you do sword tricks, and then off by himself is Harry Plopper. Starting, oh, I was gonna say going <laughs>
3: Harry's Harry just joins. In on on the on the Trevor thing, and he he like shines his dancing lights over on the sword and like casts light upon upon him as well. And just like it's a variety show, Jim J
1: You see, you hear like from the audience, like somebody get this kid out of the way. I want to see the sword of awesomeness. <laughs> Why is just, this kid in there? He's, he's ruining the show. Been <laughs> it around his back, doing
5: cool moves.
1: <laughs> we meet
5: on Sundays at four. <laughs>
1: Uh, it is about this time that the 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 sky is actually starting to darken. The eclipse, uh, you can tell that that it is it is almost upon you. Uh, if there are any final preparations you need to make, you should make them soon. Uh, you can see that this shimmering field around this now pretty sizable horde of undead. Uh, they're all just sort of standing there waiting, waiting for some moment that you know is about to come. Neither side is able to really affect the other uh, until this barrier goes down. So if you have any final preparations, what are they? If not, you just wait it out until it's time. Um,
3: what's in front of the tower, Jim Jam?
1: Uh, mostly ruined market Stalls. Uh, there's a whole bunch of there's there's bodies. There's um, you know broken cobblestone streets. It looks like the tower literally erupted from the ground, throwing like debris and chunks of of street and road everywhere, uh, tearing through some of the, the the tents and pavilions that once housed you know uh, various wares and stuff from the from the market goers.
3: And how much time do we have? Can what here is what uh, Harry would like to do take some of that like rubble and those carts uh and create like a funnel uh with them mm-hmm. leaving a small gap that maybe uh maybe like a, a undead would not notice a mindless undead would not notice uh, but we would know where it is and then with those carts and broken down things light it all on fire
1: well, uh, you probably don't have enough time for that. Uh, in okay. fact, all of, the, all of the fortification work was stuff that was done during, during that whole, uh, you know, help the, help the survivors out thing. Uh, you do note that they have actually created some pretty good fortifications with, like, little funnels and maze, mazes of, of uh, barriers that, that should actually, especially for some of the more mindless undead, create quite an obstacle course for them to get through so that they'll be way more manageable.
3: Is there any uh been done is there any like um is is there any way to like get some alcohol that we would be very very flammable and like put a barrel of it in a place
1: uh yeah i mean if they they've actually even said like they have like tar barrels and they would certainly be uh, if you have a specific use for one, they would lend it to your cause, yeah, yeah, so.
3: Uh, I would like to borrow it and set it up Great. in a perfect place that it, we could throw a, f- a flaming ball of fire at it and it would... I
1: like how you said that. I just can I. I just want to put it in the perfect place.
3: Yeah, the uh, perfect I, place. I find,
1: I find the perfect place to do exactly what I want and put it yeah. there.
3: Yeah, yeah. right and in between it, yeah. all the wiggling areas where they <laughs> said, you know, I want to put it right there where it's going to seem like a lot of people have to wiggle and then...
1: Yeah, gotcha. Uh, you put it in the wiggly spot uh, yeah. Where it can
3: go pew. The perfect wiggly spot where it goes pew.
1: <laughs> yep. Gotcha. Understood. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. They 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 seem to be amiable to doing that. Uh, they let you take one of the barrel. This is just basically this big barrel of tar that you set up right where you feel will uh, make the biggest pow. Um, at this point, you know that you have just a few minutes left. If there's anything else anybody wants to do before the the sun shall be eclipsed.
4: Um... Are there any clerics? And then are there any bottles of water? Uh, there are indeed a few uh,
1: people, and they've already taken the initiative to do probably what you're about to suggest. Uh, part of sort of the defenses uh, being built over the last few hours has been uh, anybody anybody with the ability to bless water has certainly taken the time to do that.
5: Uh, Trevor hey, is going I, to... Oh, sorry. Sorry, Lamar.
4: Go back. I... Uh, I'm going to go up to I was like, do you mind if I grab, like, four of these? We're about to go into a problem.
1: Sure. You have, you again, you guys have helped the camp enough that they're willing to sort of uh, give up some of their supplies to you. You can go ahead and put, <coughs> um, like, two bottles of holy water in your inventory. Take two because I'm those there.
2: are big I, bottles
3: too. They're
2: no, like thought,
1: regular size bottles.
2: Four <laughs> so liter,
3: four liter bottles. They, I don't know how they got them.
1: You it. get a super soaker, like the the, <laughs> the max super <gasps> soaker with the hey, oh. the thing on the back.
3: On
2: your back. Whole
3: thing <laughs> the thing was on your back. When you filled that thing up as a kid, it made you topple over. All right, that thing was oh. heavy.
1: It was a foolish
3: do toy. have the backpack, super sucker, you love oh, them? yeah, man, some of
5: us weren't rich.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, two of those, buddy. <laughs> Khan's actually going to tie one to like Barry's collar and sure. keep the other one in his pocket.
1: Gotcha, easily done. Uh, fan uh, ray, anything you want to do?
0: Uh, no. During the Variety show, I think Fanray's just sulking in a corner, <laughs> just waiting.
1: Just waiting. All right, no problem.
2: Uh, at this
1: point, uh, the okay. the sun actually okay. does begin to, to blot out. Uh, you guys uh, know That's well cool. enough not to look directly at the eclipse, but uh, you oh. can see the, the, the sky darkens. The whole world sort of gets that weird twilight haze in the middle of the day that happens. Um and before long, uh, it is it is as if it were almost almost as if it were night. And you can see now that this shimmering barrier surrounding the tower of bone fades away into nothing. but it doesn't actually just fade away. it It seems to like collect towards the top of the tower as it lifts almost like almost like a skirt around the tower. And it sort of collects into this weird ball of energy towards the top of the tower. You can tell that though the barrier itself does not protect the tower, it certainly has, there's, there's got to be some novel way that, it's, that it endangers the city. And you know that uh, if you're going to strike, you'll have to do it now as the horde of undead begin to lurch forward towards the now prepared and well-defended citizens of Cavalosha. What? Who mm. ya yeah, do... Trevor takes off. <laughs> Trevor takes off. Trevor goes rushing towards the tower, nine foot great sword of awesomeness in hand. I gotta, I gotta prove to these people why they're worshiping
5: me slash the sword. Uh,
3: Harry, <laughs> Sham- Harry shambles after him.
2: hmm
0: Uh, Fanray rolls her eye and continues.
3: Everyone, eye. And just con- the on.
0: Khan just walks
4: calmly.
1: <laughs> Walking calmly. Uh, as you guys advance through the shambling horde of the undead. uh, Arrows whistle around you through the air. Uh, Alchemist fire splatters on the ground, burning skeletons and zombies alike as the people uh, fortified and well-stocked and supplied thanks to your efforts are able to fight and create sort of a little corridor for you to get to the tower itself. Um, Now, I do know that somebody had set up... A tar barrel in the perfect spot in the Wiggles. In the
3: perfect perfect spot in the Wiggles. As
1: you are getting close to the tower, you do note that the barricades that are being sort of overrun by the undead, there is a whole clump of skeletons and zombies like climbing over these barricades where this this tar barrel sits.
3: Uh, uh, so, so Harry will just pull up the flame within his hand and he'll look over at Con, uh and
2: see. Uh, y- yes. Uh, yes,
3: my name's Harry Potter Harry, and I'm, I'm the, the boy
4: bullshit. who died. Would yeah. you
3: like to throw this fire at that, that tar barrel really? with me? We could do, it could be like a magic thing we do together.
4: I do like fire. Yeet! <laughs>
2: All right.
1: You both yeet flames at this tar barrel. Go ahead and make a make a spell attack, both of you. Yay! 24.
4: 29. Hey!
1: Yeah. Uh, both of you wait for the perfect Nine. moment. There's an opening. <laughs> In, in in this this horde of undead uh you see the barrel you both throw it exactly the same time the two flaming bolts like spiral together and strike the barrel as one and it explodes i will have each of you roll five d six will be the amount of explosive damage you deal to zombies around six, 10 sixteen. I
5: don't know why I thought I was gonna roll some of those five six.
1: Uh, Twenty-two. All right. So this, I mean, it explodes and 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 chunks of zombie, chunks of ghoul go flying everywhere, raining down flaming bits of rotting flesh, and you hear from the crowd, "Did you see that? The sword of awesomeness caused that explosion!" <laughs> Hooray! Yeah! Hooray! Hooray! Herbie <laughs> is shouting, the Sword! The sword! Uh, as you rush into the bone tower, leaving the people to fight for themselves, but knowing that you've done as best you can for them. They're bolstered by the sword, Jim. Bolstered by the sword. Awesome. They're bolstered by the sword. Uh, you enter this tower of bone, uh, and you find yourself in a room made of and decorated with more bones. There is a fountain of bone that stands in the center of the room, blood flowing over a stone spire into a crimson pool on the floor. There is sort of a light chiming sound, and a voice rings out through the air. So you figured out how to bypass the flesh-melting barrier, did you, heroes? Will that be your undoing? For this tower of bone is my domain, and you will find out... How, you will never find out how to get the three keys that open the door to my sanctum. Never!
5: <laughs> uh, who? Who is your interior decorator? Cause, cause this is real tacky, buddy.
1: You're talking about it's very threatening. Look at the blood. Yeah. That's certainly disturbing, isn't it?
3: No. Oh, Mordevort, no, no, no. He knows not what he speaks of. It's <laughs> very intimidating and you're doing a wonderful job.
2: Yes, Wait, yes I you... am.
5: Fenray, is he really hyping up this dude?
0: He is. He's really good, he's the best necromancer
2: I've ever seen.
5: And we're just, we're just gonna let this happen?
4: The <laughs> <is> a weird <laughs> thing that takes a long time with clerics to get over figure that this is a really good healing opportunity.
5: Oh, okay.
4: Khan's uh, actually looking around for where a key could be.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Uh, you're looking around. You do note that aside, I mean, it's a fairly sparse room. Uh, there's the fountain of blood. There is a, it looks like a staircase that leads up to a, a further up the tower. Um, go ahead and make a perception check uh dirty 20 Dirty 20 um you're looking around and you don't see this key anywhere and then you look over at the fountain of blood and you you don't see the key but like that's the only place it could be i mean like it's literally just like an empty room made of bones and then like there's just this pool of blood and it's opaque. You can't really see through it. Maybe if you dig through that.
4: I look at I look at Barry. I look at the blood. And I look at Harry Plopper. And I point at the blood. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes!
3: Harry just starts wading into the no, blood. No,
0: Fanry grabs him <laughs> by the robe, <laughs> the back of the robe, and yanks him out. Oh, Harry how do you heal Do not raise your hand answer my question
3: well, My name's Harry proper and I'm yeah, the voice I'm who
0: died.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I I I Um, I recently
0: things that have recently died. Right, so eat. there's not going to be anything in here that has recently died, except for the us three, and maybe Barry, and I do not intend on dying. So I am not sending you first into danger to die.
3: Uh, and Moldavord, hopefully we can kill him, and then I can eat moldboard.
5: Uh, It's it's okay, Fenray,
3: I got this. Fen- oh, is Fen-
0: already jumping in. She's just okay. like,
3: is like, uh, <laughs> Just kidding. okay, which is funny because I'm pretty sure this is gonna be some sort of disease infested water uh, or blood uh, uh, and um, I am immune to disease. So, uh, look, you know, good some, on you, Jamie, good on you. If blood
0: alligator hops out of this fountain and snaps uh, in half, we I,
3: well, well nobody said anything now. about blood alligators until right now and I really <laughs> hope that's what happens. <laughs> Uh, it's a blood alligator. You were right. I don't know
1: how you guessed blood alligator, but that is what's in there.
5: I uh, had blood blood octopus in the bingo pool.
4: Oh, uh, guys, uh, it's a blood bloody. crocodile. Uh, you, uh,
1: you wade into the blood. Like, you're you're standing, you get right up to the edge of the blood, and you actually hear that chiming sound again, and Moldavort's voice calls. out, like, oh, oh, do you really want to do that? It's It's blood, real blood, and it's very gross, and there's probably uh, lots of... Pathogens in there. Ooh, you'll get very gross if you go in that blood.
5: Is this blood recycling or how are you getting all this blood into here, Moldavore?
1: As as Harry explained to you, I am the most powerful necromancer, hey. so I always have a very steady supply of blood. It's
3: easy to baby. Powerful very powerful necromancer. Oh, very powerful. You probably
2: don't fear, want to go in that
3: blood. Fear where we are. The blood is probably
0: horrible. Uh, Fanry gets in.
3: <laughs> oh, 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 look at it. That's really gross. You
1: all better not touch her because now she's covered in, in blood and it's very disgusting Do you. Yes, yes, I agree. Uh, make yes. a perception check as, <laughs> as we dig through and try to find this key. Thirty twenty dirty 20 uh, you're waiting around for just a few moments and of course you can't really see through the blood so you have to dig around in it with your hands and it is pretty gross it's blood there's a very thick coppery smell to the air but but eventually your hand does close around the metallic form that when you raise out of the water it looks to be a key um, and that chiming sound rings out over there like, oh, okay fine that one is uh, a little, maybe a little easy, but the other ones, you'll you'll never find the other ones for certain, because there's clever traps that you can't possibly get through. So you should probably give up and turn around. We should, we should, we should,
3: we should probably quit while we're ahead. I mean, he is such a powerful necromancer. We could...
5: Uh-huh.
4: Gans walks towards the staircase yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right um you get to the staircase of bone you begin making your way up are the rest of you uh heading up yeah yeah all right
3: oh yes. anyway. very right. slowly i'll but be like, surprised
1: like more slowly than just his normal slow speed or no no
3: just his normal
1: slow. Speed. just normally right right uh, you do know that like Fan Ray now leaves a, a bloody, a macabre trail of footprints behind her as she climbs out of this pool of blood that's starting to clot against her clothes. It feels really gross and slimy, and nasty. Um, but you did get the key, and nothing really that bad happened. There were no blood alligators. At so to the top of the stairs, um, in the second level of the tower, you see that the floor is covered in skulls. And the moment you enter, the skulls each burst into this eerie blue flame and lift into the air, forming a swarm of flaming, shrieking bone. Voldemort's voice calls out over the din. Ah, I told you! Now you've really fallen into a trap. Good luck figuring out how to get the key hidden in this room, because you won't, because there's too many skulls to search, and they will also burn you! Ha <laughs> ha You should have quit while you were ahead, like Harry Popper said, because I am far too powerful for you!
4: M- ah, ah, two pounds. M- yes. How wide is this room? Uh,
1: <laughs> it's a, a twenty-foot diameter.
4: Twenty-foot diameter.
1: Yeah.
4: Okay. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Shaka is going to take one of the flask of holy water and pour it on the ground okay. to make a small puddle. Okay. He's going to step in it and cast sea surge. That will basically flood the room.
3: <laughs> Am I in the room? <laughs> no, we were going
0: up behind him.
3: Yes, you <laughs> were there.
0: No.
1: Well, we've been we've been very generous with the interpretation of sea surge.
4: That's before. literally what it says. You step okay. in a puddle of water. <laughs> okay, that's what I just
1: I just want to make sure that you can sea surge when there is not actually much water around. But you know what?
3: Okay. I- I feel like the water comes tumbling down the stairs, and Harry's like,
2: "Ah!" solid or
4: liquid surface. Okay. Uh,
1: (laughs) I I feel like uh, this is, again, because it's an evocation spell and not a conjuration spell, it doesn't actually create all of the water required. But you know what? I also, maybe it's just the way the spell is written, and I'm being a stickler. Uh, a flat five foot thick, 10 foot high wall of water between five and 15 feet wide surges forward. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, <laughs> I guess I gotta attempt a fortitude save or yeah. 30.
0: While you're doing that, I do want to shout out I'm in for life, donated for mercies for the players. Oh, hey, hey,
2: there you hey, mercies. thank you.
1: Uh, a great number of the skeletons uh, fail. Push 20 feet in the waves direction. So, uh, and they would take 3d6 bludgeoning damage as they are slammed against the far wall by this wave of holy water that appeared. Because once again, we are very loosely interpreting the definition of sea surge and the way that it works.
4: Uh, uh, they take a total of 11.
1: 11 points of damage. Many of the skulls just shatter or melt away uh, as the holy water sort of sizzles around them. Uh, um, when when it's all passed, there are like three of them that managed to fly up high enough to avoid the wave of water. But amongst the shattered bones and, and now inert pieces of skull, did you do see an iron key. <laughs> I know above? it. I know
4: not just gonna like walk over to the key ignoring the other <laughs> skeletons they don't
1: they don't even like swoop to attack you or anything it looks like they were just going to fly around and create chaos um they don't appear to have any 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 purpose to like guard the area um, you hear the the chiming sound um, oh God says, well now hold on that <laughs> uh you might have thought you've won but that was part of my diabolical plan, and now, um, now uh, you right. don't have your holy water, do you? So right. get ready you... for... It's going to get really bad for you
4: they soon if you don't turn back. Abort.
3: They always say that Moldavort saves the best for last,
4: so we should be
3: very, very careful. Head, be careful about what folks escape. About.
4: John just grabs the flask that's on Barry's collar and puts it back in his pocket. Okay, I'm ready. I got the key. <laughs>
5: <laughs> if this is another skeleton room, I'm gonna be so surprised.
1: Let's go. Okay. You head up the stairs, and this time, you enter a fairly normal looking room. There's oh, a my God. <laughs> ...of bone and blood that you've seen in the other spaces. There's a large, luxurious bed, luxurious bed and a massive oak armoire and a settee, or however you say the fancy word for it is basically just a couch. Sitting on this fancy couch is a greenish, ghostly figure that looks terribly morose. As you enter the space, its head rises and you can see ghostly tears streaming down its face What do you want? Go away.
2: Oh.
5: Well, I'm very surprised. Um, hey, buddy. Have you seen a key around here?
4: I, I can't tell you.
5: Do you want yeah. a hug?
4: Okay.
2: Okay. okay. He stands up and like
1: stretches his arms out towards you.
5: Don't and, do it. and Trevor goes in to hug him. Don't
2: okay.
4: do it. Do Handy. As the
1: ghost <laughs> embraces you, you feel this like cold chill go up your spine. And he looks down at you and he says, You'll you'll stay with me forever, right? Forever. And we need to roll initiative. Yep,
2: there we go. Oh, God,
4: God, 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 God. Curses. Curse and blasphemy. Blasphemy and bad words. Four-letter word. Four-letter word. Just <laughs> to strike. Two-freaking-strike.
3: Uh, I got a 19, Jim.
1: 19 for old trebs. Hey, Plopper? Wizardly
3: twenty-two.
1: Oh wow, that's actually wow. impressive, Freddy Flopper. Fan Ray.
0: Eleven.
1: Oh no, Fan Ray.
0: I'm all sticky from the You're blood. All sticky blood? Yeah, I know it's terrible.
4: Um and uh, Kanshaka. I don't feel right about rolling a one and going faster than Fan Ray, but thirteen. <laughs> oh yikes. My perception's a right. plus twelve. <laughs> the oh, first goodness.
1: thing we're going to do is just go ahead, since you're already touching the ghost willingly, you're gonna go ahead and be subjected to its ghostly touch. And Trevor, you feel as if the very life is being sucked from your bones, your soul withers a little bit, and you take fourteen points of negative energy damage.
5: Ooh. Oh
1: Ooh. yikes! Oh, you That's do that heal me. Then we start combat. Uh, it is this creature's turn first, uh, and it just continues to squeeze you, Trevor. It says you'll just stay forever, right? Forever and ever. Uh, and you take another nine points of negative energy damage. Uh, at this point, probably recoiling away, uh, which seems to, to frighten, like the ghost seems like, wait, wait, no, no, you, you, you said, you have to come back, come back, and it reaches out for you and attempts to attack you with its second action. Uh, this is going to hit armor class 19, Trevor. Nope. <clears throat> All right, so, so it tries to swipe its hand through you to grab onto you, uh, but you just duck back out of the way. When you do, it lets out this horrible, anguished moan, and I need everybody to attempt a will save.
2: Oh, oh. Is it a
3: mental effect? Uh, this is a mental effect. Ha, <laughs> not everybody, Jim Jam.
0: Oh, thank goodness. 25.
1: Ah. 25, that is a success. 15. Uh,
5: 16.
1: Uh, Trevor and Kanshaka. I Ooh. use
4: a, I use a hero point. Okay. Wait, that, that's right, we have those. Uh, you know that's what? Right. Never mind. I'll yeah, just... twenty-four. Okay, that's a success. I'm going to save my hero point. I just hit me,
1: Jim. All right. <laughs> so the rest of you managed to shake off this this chilling feeling. But Kanshaka, as you hear this anguished cry, you seem almost infected by this this poor creature's terrible. Terrible sadness. You are frightened too, oh. so much frightened as as just horribly depressed. You feel like there's no point to going on. Uh, so the effect as is this is similar to frightened too, but uh, you just feel incredibly sad.
4: Now I'm going to pretend that this is not my only Pathfinder Two game. Can you just remind me what frightened
1: or? I will tell you exactly what Frightened does. Uh, you will take a minus, uh, basically the value of your Frightened condition. Uh, you take a penalty to just about everything, all checks and spell DC. So if you cast a spell, the, d- the save DC goes down by two. Um, however, at the end of your turn, the value of your Frightened condition decreases by one, so you slowly get over it.
3: Uh, people are wondering something though, and that is, does Barry need to roll too? Oh no, Barry! Is Barry scared?
4: Uh, what is Will based off of?
1: Uh, is based on your wisdom. wisdom.
4: Uh, oh, he has a Will. Never mind. Uh, Barry rolled a twenty-two.
1: Okay, Barry is. Barry's feeling all right. Cool. Barry is not subject to this horrible this a, moroseness that grips contract. This a very scotch.
4: strong bear.
1: <laughs> that was my third action, so Harry Plopper, you are up
3: next. Oh, no! Oh, no! Uh, uh, well, this is something my mates and I used to do back in school. And, and he just <sniffs> plops a snowball into his hand and hurls it at said creature. All right, hurl away. So, snowball all right
0: that's a natural 20 oh wow
1: natural
3: 20 uh. get him get
2: him get him
3: um all right uh three one uh eight it takes a total of 10 points of damage and is uh has minus 10 feet taken from its movement speed
1: okay uh you note that this creature like the the snowball like passes through and it actually seems to like slow down a little bit as it's passing through the ghost uh and and there is this like bloom of frost through the ghostly apparition but it's not all that much it seems as if this 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 cold effect isn't all that all that um Uh, damaging to this ghostly creature
3: that's what i was wondering if the cold all right but i
1: believe those are your two actions
2: those are my Uh, two actions
1: trevor you're up next you're standing right next to this ghost that hugged you and it hurt quite a bit it was a not a good feeling
5: See this is why you should beat up kids and not hug them. <laughs> um Trevor is going to with his first action go into a rage. Hey, you get
1: mad. I get mad.
5: Um I have raging intimidation as a feat, Jim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh your fury fills your foes with fear. Does does Do ghosts have a fear effect?
1: You cannot scare the ghost, no. Okay, it's cool.
5: It's cool. Uh, Then I am going to strike this ghost down without really thinking that my blade will probably go through it. That's a, oh my, that's a 19 on the die. Uh, Four. (laughs) uh a 28
1: 28 that is a hit is that a critical hit no uh oh
5: <laughs> can ghost Kospi... be i don't like how you said no with that kind of attitude <laughs> sir. uh but it's cool oh uh 15 plus 11 26 damage
1: 26 points of damage all right. Uh, your sword passes through. And important, it is a magical blade, is it not?
5: Uh, it just has the striking rune.
1: Oh, sorry. So it's magical. Rune.
5: rune. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, your blade rune. passes through. There's like this, this very slight resistance as you're passing through, and uh, but it does seem that the ghost recoils in pain. Incorporeal creatures. Oh boy.
5: Uh he like after after slicing through it he's going to use his final action uh and slice up okay oh 17 on the die plus 4 a 23 uh 23 that's 10. not
3: that's not what 17 plus 4 equals.
2: 21 <laughs> 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 that's a good point. That is not- but it equals, uh,
1: <laughs> 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 regardless, uh, regardless of your terrible math, uh, that is, a, that is a success, that is a hit.
5: Hey, both me and Trevor, all have a nine for intelligence. Okay, oh, yes, yes, yes,
2: yes, yes, yes,
1: yes, 22 damage, 22 points of damage. Uh, your your blade once again passes through the ghost there is this burst of uh, of of energy as the magic rune and the blade is activated and the ghost sort of just explodes almost like an a oh. of smoke uh, it is apparently destroyed
0: you see fanrays like furrowing her brow really hard and then she's like well I didn't even get to blast that one
5: I Uh, Okay, with only one eye, I can't tell if you're
2: upset or if you're just staring at me, pan Ray. Fair. I'm upset. Oh, Oh. do you want a hug? Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe.
5: A roll walks over to hug him and doesn't pay attention to the key that obviously fell on the ground (laughs) through the ghost. (laughs) Uh
4: so Trevor's like what three foot something.
5: Yeah, like three Drop foot him. exactly.
3: Yeah.
4: Con, Con just kind of drops his knees to like, like.
5: Oh yeah, grab that's real tight. That's a good one, buddy.
4: And then, and then Barry comes and joins.
5: <laughs> <gasps> yeah, let's make a Trevor sandwich.
4: Uh, now that I'm being hugged uh. by Trevor and Barry, am I still frightened, Jim? <laughs>
1: Uh, no, after a few moments, that sort of morose
3: yeah.
4: It's the sword, gone.
3: Uh, Harry comes over and, and hugs, like, joins in. Oh, on, no, I guess, uh, it's, it's ruined. <laughs> it's, it's ruined. <laughs>
4: Slowly, like, that weird, like, don't touch me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> While that's happening, where am I seeing in the room, Jim?
1: I'll go ahead and make a perception check.
3: Thank hey, goodness we have Jamie. Jamie All is the
2: always dudes like, Let's yeah. yeah. like, <laughs> tell the a story,
3: shall we? Do you hey. want to actually want to play the game or just <laughs> hug over there? We're a
1: very supportive group, okay?
0: And I appreciate that. It's an eighteen.
1: An eighteen. You're looking around. Uh, there is no like key that fell through the ghost as Trevor had hoped there would be. Uh, you're looking around, uh, you know, you, you throw aside the bedding, you don't see anything. You look under the pillows, you don't see anything. You open up the armoire and start rifling through some clothes. You don't see anything, no keys, no keys, no keys. What you do notice is that there is sort of a, a, a chill wind. Passes through the room as they're all finishing up their hug, and when you look over at the bed, you see the the covers sort of rise a little bit, Uh, and then before your eyes, a ghastly green figure sits up, uh, sort of looks around as if waking up, and it is the very same figure that Trevor just so recently banished. And his eyes sort of meets yours. He says,
2: "Why,
4: why did you do that? Why did you hurt <laughs> me? All I ever wanted was to help people. Why would you do that to me?"
0: I didn't do anything. If you would like to help people, please help us find this key.
4: Can't. I, I can't help you do that. I won't do
0: that. What? You hurt me. I didn't hurt you, it was them. <laughs> I, was I stood um, in the doorway waiting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> make a diplomacy check.
5: Oh.
0: Can I make a deception check? Cause I fully yes, really had intention. I guess
1: technically you're lying cause you were about to kill him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is a 16.
1: 16. Um, i i know that i know that you're with them he told me that you would come and you would try to banish me and you did even though all i ever wanted was to help people no we don't
0: want to banish you you can Uh, live here in this room if this makes you happy for however long it makes you happy, just it please help make
1: us. make me happy. Nothing makes me happy. I died before I could be happy. I had so much to live
4: for.
2: I died before so you could
3: be
4: happy. Asher walks over the ghost I died. And, and he casts summon animal to make his little baby bear. And he offers it to the ghost child thing this is this is me. not a child ghost by the way oh. so this, this is, is all adult.
2: Like a, oh this is like
4: a it doesn't matter there's a small 20s. baby bear this is my friend ursa minor ursa meet the sad ghost you can hug and him
1: the ghost like reaches out and and touches the bear and you see the bear like seize up and 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 Oh suddenly go limp and 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 you see the like its its fur turns into this uh, model it melts away and becomes modeled as, a, as, the, as the creature drains the life from the bear and then you see the ghost like recoiling
4: like, oh no I didn't I didn't I, didn't, I don't okay want to, wait, wait 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 don't I don't to want to hurt anybody I just He cast heal on the bear oh, the bear's dead it did oh. <laughs> yeah never mind um. He didn't Well oh. oh oh Do I still have a physical bear in my hand? It's a summoned animal, so I don't know if it's still there. Well, the
1: summoned animal when the when the when the animal dies, it he just basically it, just gets banished back to whatever wherever okay. wherever because bears was, come from when they're summoned.
4: I was two seconds doing something borderline evil. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: what is it,
5: Harry Papa? Oh, yes, we're finding Terry. Yeah, and, I'm, and the I'm the boy who, boy who died. died.
3: Yes. yes, and I think I could, I could uh, I shouldn't be hurt, but if I go over there. Yeah, actually, go
5: go, try.
0: Yeah. <laughs> would Would you like a hug, a good hug from someone without hurting them?
1: I guess this sounds okay.
3: Harry'll he'll shamble over there and hug him.
1: You see the ghost sort of reaches out very hesitantly, almost as if you're like gonna like shock him. He touches you. I was thinking. And about you it. feel this flow of negative energy, but it doesn't harm you. And suddenly the ghost seems to be a little more. Like, wow! I, wow! You're. I, I guess, uh, wow, I I haven't actually, everything I've touched has has died, but not you. That's, wow, that's, that's incredible. But technically I've died too, 49 times. Wow. No. You, Boy. Do you want to thumb rest him? No, that sounds weird. <laughs> I, uh, my name is Jamie. I was, what? I was gonna be a doctor and I died. And I was really sad because I, all I ever wanted to do was help people, but everything I touched after I died would, would wither like the bear. And I didn't uh. want to hurt anything. I just wanted to help.
3: Um,
2: you could be my doctor.
1: Yes, you're right. but You're, you're not really hurt, though. So. No, but you're healing me right now. Ew. I guess I guess maybe you're right. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Hey. I think that I'm starting to feel kind of light. I feel I feel like I feel like maybe Maybe it's time to sleep. You can see the ghost is starting to fade away. He says, wait, but I can really help. One last thing I can help. It's it's in the bedpost. It's in the bedpost. There's a, and the ghost fades away.
3: Oh. No one could understand that except me and everyone, it's in the bedpost.
1: <laughs> you guys do? Chop down the bedpost!
4: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I table flipped the bed.
1: <laughs> OK, uh, so um, you chop the bedpost in half. And you see that part of it was hollow. And there was like a little secret panel that you could slide aside and get in there. But, but instead, oh. you chop it and smash it into tiny bits. Uh, and And in the broken remains of the thoroughly destroyed bedpost is an iron key.
5: OK. Well, let's, uh, I guess, wait for the ding.
1: There's a chime.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's
4: just like... Oh, you
1: found the keys good. (laughs) You found the keys, which was exactly what I knew you would do. So now, uh, this is your last chance to turn back before the end comes for you. Here in the Tower of Bone, my evil plot is almost complete. So run away.
3: And Uh we we should, we definitely should run away, everyone.
2: Let's go.
0: We're not running away.
2: moldable.
1: There is uh, a staircase that leads further up the tower.
4: Khan's already... (laughs) already (sighs) walked.
1: This staircase ends at a door, and this door is of course, like many other things, made of bone, and also sealed with bone. It is held shut by three great skeletal hands. Each hand has a keyhole set in one of its great wide finger bones.
5: Um... Okay, if this is a puzzle, then Fenray, your key goes on the bottom, uh, Khan, your key goes in the middle, and my key goes on top, but I can't reach, so, so- can someone give me a boost?
3: You could stand on my shoulders. Oh, I'm I sorry,
5: I'm not. sorry. Nope, I'm, I don't want to touch you. Okay, is Harry Plopper. Uh,
2: yes, is my a, name's is Harry Plopper, and I'm the boy who
5: died. Yes. You
3: could stand on my shoulders.
5: Uh, I'm okay, thank you. <laughs>
1: There's a there's a chime through the air and you hear Moldavort's voice He's like Yes, yes indeed, it is a puzzle that you will never solve. Good luck doing that, because if you get it wrong, then uh you will be dead soon. So be very careful and don't put any of the keys. It's much safer not to put the keys anywhere except on the ground while you run away.
4: Ha 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 <laughs> Tom puts his in the second one and twists it. <laughs>
3: Andrail butter oh, in the bottom. Lucky guess.
5: <laughs> uh I uh can someone pick me up?
4: Barry kinda
5: like helps you
1: up. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
5: And he uh he puts him into the third.
1: And then he drops you down. <laughs> uh all keys fit easily in their slots. All keys turn without any resistance, and as they do, the hands actually like come away from the door. And there it is waiting to be opened.
5: You want to do the honors, Flapper?
3: Yes, yes, but everyone, prepare yourselves, and he just, he casts mage armor on himself, and, uh, you know, he's a knight to eat for, <clears throat> and he, uh, all of a sudden there's mage armor on him, um, armor like a, a knight, uh-huh. and uh, he, uh, he creaks
2: open the door. Hello, Moon. Moon to vault. I. Sorry,
1: I. <laughs> I didn't... Every time you stopped, I didn't know there was more. <laughs> 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 <All right. laughs> uh, I was very scared, Jim Jam. I understand. I, you were acting, and I was. Uh, I was jumping the gun on, <laughs> the, on every pause. <laughs> Door opens. You find yourself looking across a great parapet there's a black-robed figure that you very easily recognize to be Moldavort standing across the room, flanked by two ghostly apparitions. He turns towards the sound of the creaking door, a look of shock and perhaps fear briefly lighting up his face before he composes himself. He says, y- yes, heroes, you've fallen into my trap. Everything going according to my diabolical plan to draw y- you here so that I can kill you myself, but not uh- without help. You see, you never suspected the traitor in your own ranks, did you?
5: I like knew it.
1: didn't plant. Harry Plopper killed these fools. And I would like everybody to roll initiative.
0: Oh. What? Ooh, thank goodness.
5: 24. Wait, hold on, let me do the math. <laughs> yes, 24.
1: 24 for Trevor.
4: Contraca. 27. Whoa. Why? <laughs> I roll the 15. <sighs>
1: uh fanray.
0: 26.
5: Oh my god. <laughs> I roll high and I'm still gonna be next to Plopper. <laughs> uh <laughs> Harry Plopper, what are you looking at? I'm gonna make you so mad! Oh my god! I I will leave right now if you a
3: wizardly eleven.
5: Okay. (laughs) I was about to exit out of this,
2: spend a bunch of money doing wild
5: magics at you.
1: All right, Kanshaka, you hear, you see Moldavort raise his finger. He says, Harry Plopper, kill these
4: fools. You are the first to react. What do you do? Harry he go, and then he stares daggers at Plopper. Harry uh, <laughs> he go, wait, well, let me rephrase that. He says, Harry go <laughs> towards Moldavort. <laughs> go towards Moldavort. And then he stares dagger at Harry Plopper him to do something <laughs> mm-hmm. all
1: right Barry goes rushing across the the field there are again these two sort of they look like shimmering red misty apparitions that are near uh, Moldavort. and then there's Moldavort himself uh where uh, does Barry sh-
4: go to if that's what happened I didn't I didn't know there was those two apparitions apparitions so he would have said he would have cast Magic Fang on Barry first, then commanded him to go.
1: <laughs> ah, okay, All right, So with that in mind, where does Barry go? Uh, Moldavort. Moldavort, right up to Moldavort. So Barry gets right up next to Moldavort. Uh, Barry has two actions, so he can tell you he do one more thing. Uh, twenty three.
4: Twenty three is a hit. 2d8 plus uh, four, because he's not a large creature right now. Uh, That is 10 points of damage. All
1: right. Reeks a claw across Moldavort's chest, screams out in pain. Ah, Ow! Stop it! ah! Harry Plopper, they're attacking me! Kill them! (laughs) 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 Um, And Moldavort is actually the next to go, uh, seeing that there is a big old bear in his way. He sort of steps back, raises his hands, and begins an arcane gesture. You see uh, the clouds off the tower begin to flash with lightning, um, and some of that electrical energy collects in Moldavort's hands, and he just blasts it in a line forward. It's going to catch Kanshaka and Barry. No! They both need to make a reflex save.
4: Okay. Barry's is 11. Mine is not that good. Barry's going to be black. I'm going to be blue. Uh, I am 21. Barry's going to be 21.
0: (laughs) Nice.
1: All right. A 21 is a failure. This lightning bolt blasts through Barry, continues right into Kanshaka. And the both of you take 28 points of
4: I'm going to go ahead and use both these mercies real quick. Jesus, Jim. Yikes!
3: I'm glad I'm on his team.
4: Oh <laughs> my god. So uh, down to 20. Wait, I, I failed. So I take 20. Good god, Jim. <laughs> Uh, it was a
1: step and then a two-action cast. Fan ray, your eye, like you have to blink away the, the, the spots from this bolt of lightning that just stabs through uh, both of your companions. And it is now your turn.
0: It's only fair I return the favor. Oh. So I will set my gaze on good old moldy
2: All right. And
0: shoot a... Eye laser beam.
1: Eye laser beam. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That is a seven. But, Mm. but I have a hero point. Yes. Okay. Good call. That is a 17.
1: A 17 is a miss. Uh, you're blinking oh. away these spots from the electricity and this bright beam of intense energy just goes lancing out uh, through this, like, bone archway, stabbing into the clouds, the swirling around the bone tower.
0: I'm sure everyone down at the base of the tower sees it, exit the tower, and they're like, the sword! The
1: sword! <laughs> you hear the distant cry, the sword, he's the
0: sword.
1: Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, you, you are unable to connect. You do have one action left.
0: Uh, I will draw my bow just in case.
1: Okay, you draw your bow uh, after unleashing a blast of intense Cyclops energy. Trevor, you are up next. What do you do?
5: Am I able to hold my action until after Harry Popper
4: goes?
1: You can delay, yeah. You can delay. Just Get note a- that when you delay, that'll become your new initiative order, so you will always go after Harry Plopper
3: oh.
5: when
1: you choose to do that.
5: Well, it's worth killing him if he does anything, so I'm going to delay.
3: Okay.
1: Trevor, you're going to delay. Uh, that takes us to the two ghostly apparitions, Ew. which sort of float for, uh, forward just a few feet, um, and then both of them sort of, like, rear back, uh, they take on a more solid form, and you can see they almost look like like ghostly knights in shimmering plate armor. Uh, and from their chest, this sigil sort of begins to glow uh, a fiery red, and this flaming iron nail comes shooting out of the sigil. One of them is going to try to shoot at Fan Ray. Remember, you are flat-footed against ranged attacks. And this oh, is a ranged
0: attack. Right. That's uh, minus two on my AC, correct?
1: Minus two to your AC. I hit an AC of 18. You hit. All right, so this flaming nail just pierces right through you. Uh, you're gonna take five points of piercing damage.
0: Okie dokie. Uh,
1: and I need you to make a fortitude save. Uh, I knew it was going to oh. Natural 20 for
0: 26.
1: Uh, You're okay, the nail just like fades away into nothingness Uh, There is one more of these creatures which is going to fire a nail at Trevor We're not flat-footed to these attacks So this one's going to come sailing in This fiery nail comes in and hits an armor class of 20
2: Uh,
5: That is exactly my armor class
1: The nail pierces flesh You take three points of piercing damage and I need a fortitude save Yeah,
5: yeah. Uh, Oh, 17 on the die for a 28.
1: All right, you're feeling okay. The nail just sort of fades away into like a red mist after striking you. Um,
0: I am going to use a mercy on that nail.
1: Sure. Uh, And then both ghostly apparitions, both just sort of like float further up into the air to get out of range. Uh, They are flying now about 15 feet above the battlefield, looking down at all of you. That is their actions, so Harry Plopper, it is your turn. You have been commanded by Moldavort himself to kill everyone around you. What do you do?
3: I I told you we should have run away when we had the chance! Now, I don't know what I can
2: do! <gasps> What? Yes, Harry <laughs> Is my name Harry yeah. Popper yeah. and, no, and I'm the boy who and I'm yeah, very yes. sorry that yes. I spoke
3: out of turn and I'm just saying that I don't know. He's so powerful. I think he commanded me to kill you and I don't want to do it and, but I told you I should have run away and now I'm, well, I'm at a loss.
1: It was, it was a bold tactic and I'll, I'll give it to you. You managed to ramble so long that because this is what I would have done if it didn't benefit you, you use up your two actions rambling, <laughs> playing my DM <laughs> tendencies against me. As I, knew, I know what you did. I see you. I see Ben Birch over there. <laughs> uh, Trevor, you have not gone yet. You don't have to go. If you don't go, you will maintain your previous place in the order, but obviously you'll have given up your actions this turn. Otherwise, we will end this round and move on to the next. Uh... Ah! uh how far is Moldavort? Uh, he's about 30 feet away from you. Or 35, because he backed up a little bit away from Barry. Mm. Can I still hit him if I move 30 feet? No. I have a nine foot long greatsword. It doesn't have, it doesn't give you reach. How does it not give me reach, Jim? (laughs)
2: Because
1: you have very stubby arms. You would still only need another another three feet. You would need another three feet of distance. I'm good. Oh, wait, hold on,
2: hold on, (laughs) hold on.
1: Perhaps you also waste all three of your actions in total indecision. Yep, that's exactly Frozen what Frozen in fear, unable to decide what to do. Torn between your desire to kill both Moldavort and Harry Plopper. We move on to round two. Kanshaka, you just got blasted with a lightning bolt. Yeah. So did Barry. So did Barry. Your um, companions seem to be a little bit in a, a bit of disarray.
4: What do you do? Han Shaka uh, with all the anger in his eyes we'll use one action to get closer to Moldavort. Sure. And then he's going to yeet flames at him.
1: (laughs) Okay. You move up, produce some flames and yeet them forward. Uh, Go Uh, ahead and roll your attack. 28. Oh yeah, that hits.
2: Is that a crit by any chance?
1: No, it is not a crit. <sighs> mm. uh,
4: five points of fire damage.
1: Five points of fire damage as the bolt strikes Moldavort. Uh, his robes uh, singeing slightly.
4: And then Barry's going to uh, bite and claw.
1: I don't believe that you can command Barry to do that.
4: I told Barry to attack so he would act on his own.
1: Unfortunately, you can't have standing commands that just continue. That is dumb. That is dumb. That's what? the way that... The, I am calling Paizo
4: tomorrow and saying that is dumb.
1: <laughs> no, and that what they're going to tell you... He's
4: not a goldfish. He doesn't forget commands in six seconds.
1: <laughs> no, well, I'm just saying.
4: No, I'm saying, idea. Jim... <laughs> I'm want, saying
1: that's dumb. If you want Barry to do Barry things, you have to command him to do them every round. You spend one of your actions to give Barry two actions. That's the way it
4: works. Jim, did you forget what to do six seconds ago? Did you <laughs> puppy? Does the puppy I'm forget not a bear. his day? You're not I a didn't bear, Jim. Bla- I didn't I bet get the bear remembers what bolt. to do six seconds ago. I bet the, the bear doesn't need commands him. to hit the guy who hit him with electricity. He got frightened. I, he did not. He ball. got hit with electricity and he's now trying to kill the thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: fine, fine. i remember make sure to- Hey, look, we just, I let you see Surge
1: away a whole room. Of I undead. played it I by the
4: Britons. <laughs> I followed the rules, Jim. It's It's Moldivort's turn! (laughs) And
1: he does things. um, In fact, the thing that he does...
4: Is forget what to do every six seconds? Is
1: cast (laughs) a spell! And suddenly, there are multiple Moldivorts. Sort of like all in the same area. Um, Almost as if when you attack them, you won't know quite which one is the real Moldivort and which... Is but an illusion.
4: I cast uh, John and... Cena.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <That's> that. <laughs> uh, he gets a little, he puts a little bit more distance between the bear and himself. That is the end of his turn. Fan Ray, what do you do?
0: Um, these flying red apparitions. Yes. What would I need? What knowledge would, what type of check would I need to know what they are?
1: If you were looking to identify those things, you would go with a religion check.
0: No, you do. That's not going to happen. So, hmm, you know, I'm going to take a shot wow. into the group of um, moldies. With All my right. Oh.
1: Ah, first. The okay. Go for it.
0: That's a natural 20. <gasps> oh, you should
2: with the eyeball! <laughs> oh
0: I am so
4: upset. <laughs> face off.
1: Now, the important thing is to roll a d4. It, oh.
4: It's with the eyeball!
0: Okay. Is it what? 24 total, just so you know. Okay. D4, it's a three.
1: A three. Uh, this arrow looks like it's going right for Moldavort's head and it does pass right through his left eye and a shimmering mirage just uh, pops, pops out of existence. Uh, a solid hit, one of your best shots ever, but it was all an illusion.
0: That could have been 200 damage. I'm so upset. It could have been. Well- Do you have two actions happened? left? Uh, I oh, wow. If I'm gonna keep rolling like this, I might as well ride this train Focusing my vision on the moldivort Nope. Yeah, on the Moldavorts, I said it. It came okay. out of my
4: mouth. On
1: the Moldavorts, all right. Remember, you're still taking um, that. This is the second attack for the round. So you are taking that minus five penalty on yes. top of the minus four for range attacks that you're normally taking. Yes. Um,
0: That's a three on the die. It's a three?
1: Oh, so Uh, negative.
0: Negative. uh, It's actually a
1: two. Oh, okay. You fire uh, this beam of energy forth, and uh, you nearly cut through Barry, but you managed to like you close your eyes at the last second and turn your head, uh, making sure not to vaporize the bear, who would certainly uh, cause an intense and and rage reaction from your khan friend
0: lamar i'm not the one that said it jim did
1: You're just <laughs> <not>
3: wrong though <laughs> I, i'm just coming to the conclusion that critical failures with a giant cyclops eye <laughs> might be the worst possible thing ever
0: <laughs> what do you want me to do not use it
1: <laughs> just not use the cyclops eye come on don't be an idiot uh, Fan Ray, that was the end of your turn. It is now these two floating apparitions' turns. They are both going to take more shots. One Whoa. again we will just stick to Fan Ray and fire down at her, uh, hitting an armor class of twenty. Yeah. All right, another one of these flaming nails pierces your shoulder. You take five points of piercing damage, Using and of course mercy? need a fortitude save.
2: Mm. A mercy eh
0: yeah.
1: Well, you do have one, so I guess fortitude. you.
0: Fortitude. That is a 12.
1: Uh 12 is a failure. Uh, this time the nail doesn't fade away. It sticks right where it is. Uh, and You feel like some of your strength drain away. You are in oh. 1.
2: You got tetanus!
1: You got tetanus. And the wound starts to, like, seep blood. Ow! And you are taking one persistent bleed damage. You got the seeping tetanus. When this happens um the the creature that just shot you like looks down at you and its eyes like blaze with this unnerving light and you feel a shudder run through your body and i do need you to make a will save now
2: what
0: that is a 24
1: 24 you steal yourself uh and meet this creature's gaze unflinchingly that is the end of its actions. The other one is going to focus, continue its focus on Trevor, firing its nail at him. Uh, Trevor, that would hit an armor class of 19. That misses! All right. Did you take the penalty for raging just out of curiosity? Uh, I
5: have not gone into a rage yet.
1: I thought you did rage. Uh, Uh, In that case, what I'm gonna do is I'm actually gonna edge myself up to a 20. Cause I'm 99% sure that's a hit.
2: Oh.
5: Yes, (laughs) that's a hit.
1: You're gonna take five points of piercing damage and I need a fortitude save. But you do have that mercy.
5: I do. Uh, So you see like it, it hit perfectly on his leather armor. And so not penetrating all the way uh 27 for fortitude
1: okay yeah you are all
5: right i have a plus 11 to fortitude
1: hey that's uh that's barbarians for you uh that is the end of the those creatures turn so harry plopper is once again your turn so he's just
3: continuing this conversation as he looks at trevor and he's like (laughs) See, I'm so sorry. I don't know. It's so kind I couldn't even attack them if I wanted to. Look, Bolt Bilious! Uh, and he casts Bolt Bilious at the, uh, at one of the flying apparitions. I don't what know what it? Bolt Bilious is. Uh, so it's a,
1: name an actual spell.
3: Uh, it's, he casts Sudden Bolt on top okay. of one of them. <laughs> nice. uh, and it requires a reflex save. Reflex save. All right.
1: creature tries to duck out of the way, getting a total of 18. 18
3: is a success. So I believe that's half damage? Usually, yeah, if it's a basic save, yes. Yeah, it's a basic save. So that's half damage. Uh, uh, And it takes 17 points of electricity damage. On half?
2: On
1: hand.
3: God, I taken thirty-four. A day. <laughs> I, I, it's four d twelve. I only rolled two. Oh my goodness.
4: <laughs> well, they do say that the reflex is a lonely child.
3: All righty then. Uh, uh, and then yeah. Harry, Harry will just look at this creature and sees that he hits it, and then he'll go. <gasps> Can you
2: think this
3: is nice?
1: Yes. <laughs> what no no i wasn't lying that was you you're going to be punished very harshly harry plopper for betraying me it will be very painful if you don't kill your friends who are not your friends they're your enemies now because i am your friend yes i i oh wow and that's the end of his turn all righty uh trevor
5: uh, Trevor is so pissed right now. Really like, like seething. And it feels his whole body as he goes into a rage. And he's like, oh my God,
3: plopper. <laughs> oh! this, this is a buddy cop TV show right here.
5: One your gun and your badge on my desk plopper. <laughs> Okay, seeing that he actually attacks something, he is not going to strike him down. Uh, <laughs> he is going to move thirty feet up, and is is he within
1: striking? No, uh, Moldovor had 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 moved back further away, so you have to take another move action to get up to him. I guess I will do
5: that. Sounds good. Oh, two uh, actions. Raging and like raging intimidation. Fear effect.
1: Uh, One second, I got to look
3: up raging (laughs) intimidation. It's Lucas Martinez says, I would watch a buddy cop movie show between a gnome and a zombie. Pretty sure they're writing it now at DreamWorks. Uh, you do need
1: to take an action to demoralize in order to, uh, in in order to get um, any bonus from raging intimidation. Can I not take my second run?
5: I already said it. It's fine. Yeah, I mean
1: you're kind of there. I
5: already said it. You're kind of there.
1: Whatever! Get right up next to this guy, but that is the end of your turn. We move to the top of the next round. Kanshaka.
4: Barry! Use like intelligence. (laughs) Save yourself from further harm (laughs) by hitting the guy who's hitting you. Namely Moldavort. Attack Moldavort! And don't stop attacking until he's dead! And then, Barry will obey
1: your, your <laughs> commands for six seconds and then require you to spend more actions to further command him.
4: Uh, I will take free action to enroll Barry into classes about self-sufficient <laughs> uh, and I will cast Produce Flame. All right. Produce Flame. Um, it appears in the five-foot square of which Moldavort is in. Okay. I, don't exactly know how this works because it hits every creature within that five-foot square, so I don't know if your thing would still work because it's a reflex save. So I'm not, I'm not throwing anything at him. He has to dodge it.
1: Right. Uh, b-
4: b- 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 produce
1: flame. You're casting the spell produce flame, or is there a different spell that you're casting?
4: Uh, uh flaming sphere. Flaming ah, sphere. Yeah. Now I My bad. My bad. I used nope, the wrong That word. makes sense.
1: Now I understand. Uh, yeah, you know, he just makes a reflex save. Uh, that is going to be a twenty-nine.
2: Yikes! Oh.
4: oh, let me see if I have. Yeah, he 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 dodges. Uh, does he take anything for half? I don't think so.
0: It'll
1: say basic reflex save it's for, if it's for half.
4: Yep, nope, just says reflex. Oh,
2: right. oh! Yeah, uh, if
1: you succeed on the save, take no damage. All right. Uh, but you can sustain that spell. So a sustained spell means that every round you can use an action to keep the spell going if you yeah. want to. Yep. Uh,
2: uh,
4: yeah. <laughs> Care, bear, bear, Kirsten, I forgot we did that. Uh, <laughs> and then Barry's going to protect himself by attacking yes. uh, Black is Claw rushes
1: up to Moldivore and you want to bite or claw? Uh,
4: first is going to be a bite.
1: Well, he, has, he has to move because Moldivore had backed away from Barry ah. so he only gets two actions per round so I have to Fair move enough. up and then he can either bite or claw.
4: He will move up and then bite because it does more damage Alright. Uh, 22 22
1: hits but I do need you to roll a d4 Oh that's right
4: John Cena and me.
5: One is missing, wouldn't it be a D3? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <clears throat>
0: I shot it through the eye.
1: Yeah, one, Jim. No, one, so the previous number that she rolled and one become successes. So one and three are now hits. Two oh, and four are still missing. That's actually a okay, 50%. Because don't, don't help
4: him because I rolled a one.
1: <laughs> OK. So you actually managed to bite down on the real Moldavort, drawing blood as your teeth pierce his flesh, Go ahead and roll that damage.
4: Uh, 13 points of damage.
1: Ooh, a hefty sum. Moldavort is, cries out in pain. Harry Plopper, why would you do this to me? You were supposed <laughs> to help me. I'm being bitten by this horrible bear that will forget to bite me again in six seconds.
4: I don't know what I what I paid the Care Bear Bear Care Center, but it's got It's clearly <laughs> not going towards education. Care bear, bear Care Center. Of course, I'm Care Care Bear Bear Care Center. They haven't taught my bear to defend itself. They figured it out in chat. It, that's the extra cost. Plus. Oh God. Right.
3: <laughs> uh, and you're not going to pay those extra fees. I mean, those things get tacked on it's all the time, so and they're expensive. Sure you didn't get the insurance on Barry either and
4: I didn't think I need insurance. He's a bear.
1: <laughs> well, regardless of what insurance <laughs> you may or may not have needed, Moldavort is not feeling good about getting bitten. He once again raises up his hands and this time uh, black shadowy tendrils sort of form at his fingertips and Lance through Barry. Once again, oh. lancing through Barry in getting you in, a sa- in the same line and I'm gonna need a fortitude save from Barry and Kanshaka. Uh,
4: hey, Barry. This is bad. Ah, 27 for Barry.
1: Oh. All right, Barry is fine.
4: <sighs> fortitude, I meant to say will, right Jim?
1: Fortitude is the correct.
4: Uh, uh, 21?
1: Uh, 21 is a failure. So Barry with a success is only going to take three points of negative energy damage. Uh, But you, Kanshaka, take the full brunt of the spell. You take uh, seven points of negative energy damage and your wounds are bleeding. You're going to take one point of persistent bleed
4: damage. Seven and then Persistent Bleed. Speaking of bleeding persistently, it
1: is Fan
0: Ray's turn. I'm gonna take that point of bleed. Go ahead, okay. get it out of the way. Um, Jim, what else is in this room?
1: Uh, basically, you're just standing on this big, uh, Alma, it, it's, it's uh, there, there's like a domed bone structure ahead of you, uh, but there are several arches, uh, Uh, You can see, like, the open sky around. You're basically, like, the top of this tower. Okay. Um, You don't really see a whole lot of things. There's, like, a pedestal in the middle of the room where Moldavort was working on something. Um, You don't really see what exactly he was doing over there, but it looks like it's some kind of pool, of probably a pool of blood, knowing Moldavort.
0: Would I be able to run on up something to jump and grab onto one of these floaty red guys
1: no there's no there are no ramps or parkour
0: uh parkour parkour parkour. i ran up a wall before i didn't (laughs) know what you'd say um well floaty red guy is making me mad so eyeball of death to it
1: eyeball of death what else
0: could
5: you (laughs) do
1: that
0: I'm gonna use my other hero point because mm. it was a natural one.
1: Oh, uh, oh no.
0: <laughs> and that's a natural 20! <laughs> Sorry. so Sorry, I got really excited.
1: Roll two D100s.
0: Vaporized!
2: Vaporized.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty Eight. much destroyed.
0: 48 plus 72 is... <laughs> I'm 30 thank you uh
1: yeah I mean you just laser this thing right in its face and uh, I mean it's it's just absolutely destroyed when uh, there's there's just nothing there the the blast of energy actually blows a hole in the top of this bone dome that makes up the ceiling here and chunks of bone go f- scattering everywhere on the battlefield below. Once again, you can hear the distant cries, whoa, that sword is so awesome. I can't believe Trevor's up there fighting for us. Wow. So uh, upset. But there's, it was, there's no trace of this apparition is completely gone.
3: 120 points of damage. That's a ton. It was, it's a uh, it, it, uh, was it 38 or 48?
0: It was 48 plus 72. Okay.
5: Okay, which is yeah, one hundred twenty. One hundred twenty. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Holy cow! It's still
4: all the damage. <laughs> it's yeah, all the yeah.
5: Damage. I don't. I would. No one would survive that.
4: There's no rules. And you know, because
0: I can, I'll take a shot with my bow.
1: Sure. <laughs> teach you that. Why?
3: Why? Not Why? done. It's <laughs> not done. <laughs> I respect um, that.
0: I'm gonna attempt to get rid of one of the remaining Moldavorts.
3: All
1: righty. Go ahead, make an attack roll.
0: And this is at minus five. Okay, so you're not gonna believe me, Jim. Ben, you've gotta come in this room.
1: You don't ben, have to ben. It's an, I, I it's can not
5: over natural there <gasps> It's <another gasps> natural me.
0: 20.
1: Show me. Show us. Instead of curiosity, uh, this is where the math starts to come into play. Yeah. What is your total?
0: That would be a 19 total.
1: A 19 total, okay. A 19 would normally be a miss but because it's a natural 20, it gets upgraded to a hit. So, it's not a critical hit, but it is a regular hit. Uh, and I do need you to roll a d4 once again.
0: Okay, that's a three.
1: A three? That's exactly what you rolled the last time, which makes uh, it would have been one of these mirages, but you already struck that one. So, that is going to deal damage to Moldavort himself.
0: Sweet. Six points of damage from Melodic Shortbow. Six points
1: of damage arrow goes slashing through moldavort who like reels back his foot slipping on the edge of the ta- of this archway where he he like almost catches himself he reaches out to try to grab onto the bones around him but his, his the blood under his his own blood under his foot causes him to slip even further and uh, with a last look at the all of you he says harry Blopper. you you suck! I hate you! <laughs> I'll now, now you're gone forever because I'll be dead and nobody can get you back. That is the last you hear of Moldavort as he falls off the tower, out of sight. Presumably smashing to death on the ground below.
3: Now, Jim Jim, we have learned that you always go and check for the body, otherwise they could come back. So They could. Just to let you know, we do not go and check. Don't go check.
1: Okay. The <laughs> uh, apparition in the room uh, like, seizes up and like, there's this, this coursing energy through it and it just explodes in a puff of red smoke and dust. Leaving all of you alone at the top of the Tower of Bone. What do you do?
4: On sure shocking. instantly cast Heal. Uh, all three. All right. I didn't even First get to, to get him. That's
1: right, Trevor. You basically did nothing this entire session.
5: Uh, Trevor is going to walk into like where the opening is and go, So great sword of amazing, did it!"
1: Uh, you can see like there's a cheer that rises up over the city. Everybody shouting, Trevor, Trevor Stonehenge and the Sword of Awesomeness. Definitely Fan Ray didn't help him at all. It was only the sword. <laughs> you can see, you see uh... as you're looking out over the field, you see that thanks to your skillful preparations and uh, it bolstering the community, uh, it looks like most of the battle is over. People are just sort of shoveling broken bones and, and decaying zombies into piles and lighting them on fire to clear the streets. Uh, there seems to be, it seems that, that you guys have once again saved the entire city of Kavalosha. You look down directly beneath you and you do see the broken, sprawled form of Moldavort. He is dead no, forever. No, we didn't look. We didn't he look. Is, he is dead forever and will so. never return. Vanished from this story for all time.
2: Wait, wait, wait.
3: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Harry will venture over to Fan Ray, uh, and he'll just...
0: Yes, Harry.
3: Yes, my name's Harry Popper, and I'm the boy who died, and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I just... I just have a strange feeling about all of this, you know? Um, he was lying the entire time, and now i I think he's dead yes but, but you know i've been I've been reading up about the house of Horvath. Um, I've been doing a little bit of research into them going into um the uh, this libraries and and studying and they had come up with this whole plan of of crutches, these things that you uh, that helped them in their undeath to just remain alive, and and they called themselves the Horvath crutches or the Hor crutches.
5: Trevor's gonna walk up behind Harry Plopper and <laughs> slice him <laughs> from uh, head to uh, <laughs> legs. Do you need me to roll for that?
1: No, I mean Harry <laughs> Plopper. Easily just sliced this little boy wizard in two as he's talking about the horror crutches, uh, He falls apart, like at like it's being split at the seam in two abs. Uh, almost certain never to be reformed. Um adventures help. for tonight. <laughs> 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 Having saved the city once again, defeated Moldavort and uh, possibly destroyed the legacy of House Horvath forevermore, banishing it from this realm. Ooh, what a what a show. What an episode, guys. All right. We will well and truly get out of here. Thank you all for joining us. We will see, uh, hopefully, tomorrow for Things in Space. Definitely next week for more Heroic Endeavors. Goodbye, everybody. Have fun.
5: Bye, guys. Stay
2: safe.